Welcome to My Fantasy Husband. That's me. A podcast where I convince my husband to read my favorite fantasy novels and give his opinions on them. As a man. excited to be starting this podcast tonight because we have reached the end of Crown of Midnight. What an end it was. Okay. I am your host, Casey. And as always, until I can find a better replacement, we have our recurring guest, Matt, with us. That's me. Hello, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, listeners of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to our listeners in Lithuania. Ooh, Lithuania? Yes. You've been there. I have been there, so that's why I was very excited to see that we had some listeners there. I'm I'm very jealous. I I did not get to go to Lithuania. Yes, yeah. But that's a story for another time. (laughs) Yes, because tonight the story is all about the ending of Crown of Midnight. Man. So... I have been waiting for Matt to finish this book since really we started because man, this this is this is where it all changes. Yeah, it really does feel like this was a different book. <laughs> yeah. or, I mean, not a different book. It feels like it was a book in a different series than Throne of Glass. It was yeah. mm-hmm. Throne of Glass was like a pilot episode, mm-hmm. but you know. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it's like the like shows like The Office, Parks and Rec, where you're like, yeah, the first season is bad. You just got to stick through it. Yeah. This is like, all right, Throne of Glass, first book, uh, there's some rough parts, but just get to the second one. And some people think the second one isn't even that good. But I mean, if it only goes up from here, I'm all about I that. I think it for sure goes up from I, here. Like, I had my issues with it, but like stuff happened. So that's fun. Yes. And it was a fantasy book, finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot to get into here. Yes, there so. is a lot to get into. So before we do, we'll give our little spoiler warning. So obviously Matt has finished Crown of Midnight. So spoilers for the whole book, Crown of Midnight, as well as Throne of Glass, if we touch on any of that. So spoiling both of the first two books. So you've got two out of eight down yep. already. I, I'm just wondering how many it seems like I've read because, man, am I good at predicting the future. <laughs> Okay. It's like I know everything that's going to happen in these books. Mm, okay, well, let me just quote friend of the podcast, Emily, who said, so you called it, but you didn't trust your instincts. So does it even count? I didn't not trust my instincts. I <laughs> listened to what the author said. Mm. And the author said... All right, that, we're really talking the around the big so, thing that we all know what it was. We but all we know said, what's going on. We wait. said we we're going to talk about it at the end. <laughs> yeah. We so said we we're going to talk Matt, about it at the end. Matt finished this book. He finished Crown of Midnight like yep. an hour ago, maybe Mid- at the most. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So I, we... I, I held off on reading it this week because we had so much going on. We knew we weren't going to record until today. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I just I want to read all of it together. I know Have I can just knock fresh. it out. So yeah. I read all of the fourth quarter of mm-hmm. the book today. So everything that we talked about is very fresh on my mind. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but I finished like an hour ago, like an hour before we started this. Yeah, so we threw a frozen pizza in the oven and then we were eating it right after he had finished and he kept like opening his mouth to say something and I was like, we we can't talk about it yet. We got to wait. We got to wait. And then he was like, well, what about 
it it though like when are we gonna <laughs> say that yeah because it's gonna be looming the whole podcast but it is looming I, I, I think we came to the like agreement and understanding we're gonna go through everything yes and although it's gonna be the most interesting to talk we about, know that you know that we know you know <laughs> we have to talk about everything else first yes and I'm not going to say it until it happens. Oh, I really want to say it, but we're I'm not, not going to say it until it happens, but <laughs> okay. it informs a lot of the other things. Well, actually, not really so much with this, yeah, but yeah. there's a lot to go back and look at yes, once and we'll that is revealed. we'll get there at the end. Yeah, we'll get there. Man, if you haven't read this book, I'm so sorry. This is going to be <laughs> so no painful sense. to listen yeah. to. Like, what? <laughs> That's all right. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like we've talked around the end enough. Do you want to just hop in? Yeah, let's go back to the beginning where nothing matters. <laughs> okay. So, we left off in the last episode where Selena had just faced off with Bobby Yellowlegs. Oh, Matt's man, my fave. favorite. Forever. <laughs> Loves Bobby Yellowlegs forever. I mean, she's the best, objectively. She's pretty great. Um, so, but I'm not she's... the only one who loves Bobby Yellowlegs. <laughs> Again, just everything comes at the end. <laughs> but, uh, she's dead, so. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yep, she's dead. And we ended with the sad little scene of, you know, Kale crying because Selena left everything to him and her <sighs> will. So we got lots of feelings going on. Everybody's sad. <laughs> yep. Not, not really a good time. Yeah, honestly, like <laughs> I was listening back through like last episode because that we we record these a week before they go out. So we released episode four today. And so I was listening to like the episode when I was editing it to like have it be put out. I was like, man, everything's just sad. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone's just it's sad. Pretty gloomy. Pe- people, yeah. my favorite character dies, you know, <laughs> it's just such a but in a, a cool dismal, way, in a great way. Yeah. The, the best way you could hope for a meaningless sad character. But anyway. Very sad, very gloomy. Yes. Yeah. So we end with that. And then, I mean, we just kind of continue with it just kind of gets more and more rough. Um, But there's lots of action going on. There's lots of things going on. So let's just go ahead and dive in. So we open with Selena is like, all right, I... I guess she's just like, I don't know if she's bored or she's like, I just got to figure out what's going on in the library. She wants some answers. Uh, but she makes her way back down to Spooky Library. Yep. And she's like, I want to figure out what this door is and what's going on down here. Yeah. And I, I just want to say before we get into it, the library has always been a cool place. Mm-hmm. Like in, in the first book, in this book, mm-hmm. really cool. I'm glad that the library is like being utilized now as mm-hmm. a fun space. Mm-hmm. I just want to throw it out there. I appreciate the library. Yeah. Yeah, you really kind of went hard on it in the first episode, and you're like, oh, authors just, you know, love like, libraries. Oh, this is the best and, place. Well, it's, yeah. books are the most powerful weapon, yeah. and I mean, honestly, it's and, kind of proving uh, to be true, Yeah, but it's not that books are, it's that magic is, but that's... Magical books. <laughs> okay. You know what? Yeah, that, that works. Yeah. I'm okay with that, but yeah. Okay, so she goes down, and she's back at that iron door, and I think last time she was there, she put her, like, knife under it, right, and saw the eyes. Yeah, she like, saw the eyes. Yeah, the yeah. reflection yeah like so <laughs> <laughs> i didn't harp on that enough but that's insane that's crazy really that spooky yeah it well it's spooky but it's also like i don't know not very the odds of that happening are pretty slim in my opinion now that we know what those eyes were of her seeing them yeah why why, why would those eyes be there why would that 
Why would the thing with the eyes be where it was? Anyway, it doesn't really matter. It was spooky. It was fun. It's part yeah. of the story. It. This is fantasy. It's like saying, oh, <laughs> why, why is this tense moment in the movie? Like, I yeah, think it says something about that because it's like a creature that's yeah. down there. And I think it was like it smelled her, like well, smelled yeah. her fresh blood or yeah, something. Yeah, it smelled her when she was there, but yeah. it's not the reason he was there. Anyway, it doesn't know. matter. It doesn't matter. You lost me there. Okay. I was so. being I was being very nitpicky. <laughs> okay. Which is so. not something you should do for a fun fantasy book. <laughs> So she goes down to the door and she uses a magical book, The Walking Dead, to unlock the door with a word mark. Yeah. So we go from zero to 100 real quick. She just now can do magic. So I started reading this today, obviously, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, Casey, did I miss something (laughs) where she just now can do word marks and just do magic like i know she was studying stuff but mm-hmm. it, it just opens up and she's like oh and she tested it on a locked closet and it worked and it, and it worked <laughs> yeah so no great. effort no anything it's just okay yeah just draw this symbol and then just boom you can unlock doors yeah any locked door pretty effective that's insane that is that is wild there's no skill level there's no practice well, that's needed she, said she did practice on the closet it, but it worked for this time. That doesn't mean... It was a simple symbol. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... Man, yeah, this this system of magic, I get it. Yeah, if you just that, have a honestly, book to copy from... I did forget that that was like so abrupt. Like, very abrupt. There's it no goes from failed attempt. No magic in the world at all. Then it's like this mysterious thing that Nahini does to just, oh, Selena can just do it. Yeah. She's just copying symbols out of a book without being able to read them. Like she... Anyway. <laughs> Either way, she opens the door. Again, I'm being nitpicky. <laughs> it's fun. It's fantasy. Finally, there's magic. I'm happy about yeah. it. So, but yeah, she opens up the door. She opens the door, and she's like, I got to figure out what's going on down here. And it leads to this interesting kind of like labyrinth of there's a well, hallway. Just like a spiral. Yeah. It of, wasn't really a labyrinth. I, okay, it, it, man, it you it, are being nitpicky. Well, no. It, okay, fine. I'm, I'm not going to go into it. It called it a labyrinth <laughs> in the book, but it's just a hallway. <laughs> so it called it a labyrinth in the book. Yeah, Sarah G. Mess was wrong. I, I mean, I don't know what to say. Okay. A, a labyrinth has to be like multiple different passages, right? This is just a hallway with a bunch of doors. Anyway. Okay. This is an entire Matt's planning episode. I, I'm um, just, I guess I'm just in that he's mood. coming out strong. Yeah. I am. Okay. Well, so, mo- so much of it's so good, so I can't pick that apart. So I'm Okay, you're to... getting it all out early. Exactly. Okay. I'm getting the negativity out early. Okay. It's a long hallway. Okay. It's a long, it's a long it's hallway. It's a spiraling hallway. Yes. And there's like 99 doors in the first hallway that are all sealed shut. Yep. Then 66, 33, tw- like it just keeps going yeah. down and well, down. I thought it was going to be this like, I, I, obviously you pick up on the pattern of 99, 66, 33, 11. And then it's like yeah. nine. And then like. I almost wondered if that was like, maybe does that make some sort of like architectural sense of why it would go from 33 to 22? Because I noticed that too. Yeah. Like. I should know this because I'm an engineer. I should know math, um, but I don't. Um, it could be. I'm trying to think of like the if you round like the golden oh my ratio. Gosh. Okay, let's stop. It could be <laughs> that spiral. Stop. Let's stop. I'm um, sure. I'm sure there's meaning behind I'm it. I'm sure I there is. I don't want to know it. I'll look it up on Reddit later. <laughs> okay. Actually, no. You will look it up on Reddit for me. <laughs> sure. Um, okay. So, anyways, there are these long hallways in the spiral that is not a labyrinth, um, and she gets 
she sees, I think, towards the end. Yeah, it's like the second to last. Second hallway. to last, yeah. There is a door that is like burst open from the inside. Yeah. And there's like fingernail marks everywhere. Very spooky. And like, there's beams that are destroyed. And yes, like yeah, there mangled. was something angry and powerful in here that yeah. has broken out. Um, and then when she gets to the last corridor, I think there's just one door there. Yeah. And she gets to this, like, I think staircase Spiral or something. Spiral staircase, yeah. yep. And it leads to the bottom of the clock tower. So cool. The clock tower is awesome. I yep. love it. It's mm-hmm. such a cool thing. Yep. I like that it was ominously there in the first book. Mm-hmm. It, you know, being a super powerful thing now, super fun. Love the clock tower. Yeah. So she, she wonders if it could be a key, but then she's like, but they're supposed to be like, Small, Small, yeah. But could this be? So she's kind of... Because it feels like very powerful. I, and, I think that was just her processing like, yeah. oh, this So do you think it insane. is a key or no? No, no, no. no. Okay. It, I mean, I thought it was like the... I don't know. I think it's some sort of antenna. Antenna? Like a okay. magic antenna. You okay. Know? She also says she relates it to obsidian, which is in the poem. Oh, I, I thought it said it was obsidian. Is it? It probably does say okay. it is obsidian. Yeah, m- my understanding was the clock tower is made of obsidian. Okay. And like, in, in a lot of fantasy stuff, obsidian is like a f- like special magical material. So I've just figured that that's what it was. Yeah. Because it was describing something magical. She touched it, or she touched it, and it like sucked energy out of her. Right. And yeah. Like the glow of her amulet yeah. diminished and all that. So yeah. I just assumed that it was obsidian. Okay. So we got an obsidian clock tower. Still cool. Yeah. Still kind of spooky and ominous and still have a lot of questions there. Yeah. Nothing really answered there. Um, so she's kind of, you know, looking around and then she starts to head back and realizes what, like the lights have gone out or something. And she's like, Oh, this thing has escaped. Like I'm not alone. This monster is out here somewhere. Yeah. And then we flash to Dorian's POV. Yeah. (laughs) Which, I, th- the first thing I wrote down was Dorian followed her and she didn't notice a bad assassin, but, but he says, but it says in the book, he learned how to walk quietly. And <laughs> I was like, okay, princely training. Yeah. I was like, okay. So, so you know that this is ridiculous that she didn't notice him. <laughs> I just imagine him in these like little slippers. Yeah. Like, his, his little like silk prince yes. booties. <laughs> Just like tiptoeing down. It does say he waited like 10 minutes after Yeah, so he's like pretty far behind. And he's not there when stuff goes down. Yes. So like that makes sense. Yeah, so he's pretty far behind. But initially when I read it, I thought he was like in the room with her. Yes, he's just like at the end of the hall. Absolutely no. (laughs) Um, But no, she explained it away because she knew what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. It was very funny. But so he does follow her because he's like, yeah, he sees her go into the library with a bunch of swords and he's like, all right, Selena with a bunch of swords. In her hair braided in her hair braided because that means she's yep. she's like doing business and he's like great i need to figure out what's going yeah. on which is fun because like when i see you with your hair braided i'm just like oh she's cute i, <laughs> I love you with braided hair it's, it's really great but he sees her with braided hair and he's like oh she's gonna kill somebody so he's like i don't know what librarian pissed her off but i'm gonna go follow her and yeah. this is gonna be fun so. yeah um so then she eventually like they run into each other and she sees that he's there and she's like Okay, we gotta run because this monster well, yeah, is like. Yeah, I was, after I was about me. to say we we skipped over the part where the monster is attacking her in the dark. Um, okay, I couldn't she, remember if it attacks her before she runs into. Dorian. Yeah, she runs into him on her way running out. Oh. Okay. Um. But so she's like, "Oh, 
I hear something, so I'm gonna put out my torch. Yes, yeah. And she's, she's like, like oh. I'm a beacon. Well, no, no, no. She actually said she noticed all of her torches that she lit on the wall were put out. And mm-hmm. so she's like, Oh, I'm just gonna put out mine because I'm probably better in the dark than whoever's following me. Wrong. Like you <laughs> well, saw she... you saw an open cage of like a she monster also who smashed says stuff. It makes me like it puts a spotlight on me. Yes, but like we instantly learn that the creature is like light Cons- adverse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're going down in a creepy catacomb tunnel and you notice that there was a cell burst open and then all of your uh, lights are extinguished, you probably do want your torch. Well, I, <laughs> I, I disagree with her decision there to go in the dark. Uh, it, you know, it was ballsy. You know, she's got yeah. guts, but yeah. you know, it didn't really work out in her favor. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that she got away. Yes, so she did. So she starts running, runs into Dorian. Yeah, and there she's like, "We got to get out." Um, and so they run eventually through to kind of the base of the like secret catacombs. Yeah, and like stuff. the the spiraling, all well, the the labyrinth, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. The hallway. Yes, they get to the end. Of the they hallway. get to the end of the like, yeah, the main the hallway. And they, she's like able to kind of shut the door, but the creature's pushing against it and stuff. And, um, so then it kind of becomes this, like, I think first Dorian is, does Dorian reveal himself first? So it, she notices that the like metal is heating up and there was something like the iron was also reacting to Dorian because it was magic. Yeah. So it was like, he... I thought this was really cool. I wasn't sure. It was like describing it all kind of together and not really explaining all of it at the same time. But Mm -hmm. I thought that Dorian being up against the wall was like making it heat up like because of the reaction of him being magic and like trying to use his power and it was like stopping him. And I think some of that was there, but he was also trying to weld the door shut. Mm -hmm. Um, And we get that from his POV, I think. Yeah. But I was like, that's so cool that like she noticed the reaction of the door of the iron door to him. Yeah. And it's very consistent with like, Oh, like iron's supposed to stop magic. So I thought that was really neat. Yeah. Really fun. But yeah, so he is trying to, she notices him try to shut the door or like seal it with magic of mm-hmm. like trying to weld it shut. Yeah. But then she also has like the creature's hand and like it's nails yeah, it's, like embedded stuff. into her shoulder. Oh, gross. So gross. Cause then when the door shuts, it, like I think, well, the, oh, that's later. That's later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, the hand is like embedded in her shoulder as she's like pushing up against the door. So yeah. then, yeah. So Dorian kind of welds it, but she's like, yeah, this is not going to hold it for long. Yeah. And then she's like, okay, there's this book. It will find you like you got to go get it. So yeah. he runs to go grab it for her. And she's just pushing the door she's alone just, now. Yep. Well, it's halfway welded-ish, sure, kind of. Sure, um, I, so I don't then, know how you can halfway weld an open door, but... <laughs> well, uh, but so then she um, uses, I think, her blood, right, to draw a word yes. mark yeah, on the ground. Yeah, she uses for that one. Um, and it's like to kind of freeze the creature, so... yeah. So then she's like, okay, we're going to open the door. And Dorian's like, and that's going to freeze uh, <laughs> there. And then I'm going to kill it. <laughs> yeah. Which it ends up working out. It does end up working out. Yep, that's and it's exactly really cool. what happens. Um, she slices off the hand, I think, first, though, right? I don't know when I that don't, happens. Probably so. Or does Dorian slice off the hand? I don't remember. I don't remember. Somebody either. slices off the hand of the creature. Yes, because then she pulls it yeah, out of her shoulder. Yeah, she pulls it out of her shoulder. Ugh. I think Dorian does because it wouldn't make sense for her to probably slice so. off the hand. Yeah. yeah. So so Dorian slices off the hand. It's pretty cool. And that's how she's able to hold the door closed alone because yes, it yeah. actually is closed. Yeah, that's There right. we go. Yep, we figured it, it out. It. <laughs> 
but anyway, then she draws a word mark and like it freezes the. It's like the um, not capture um, conceal or not conceal. What's the, what's the word? I don't contain know. contain. That's the word. Um, it's like a containing word mark. Um, so the monster's contained in the doorway and then she cuts its head off in a yep. couple chops and then like cuts it up into other bits. Yeah. She cuts up a whole bunch of stuff. It was really cool. And I wrote down this, this was a fun note I had. Um, this reminded me of the witcher when okay. he like seals the doorway. Um, it, it was in when he is in the crypt with, um, oh, it was like the yes. princess who turns That's into a, a monster. monster. Yes. And so he has to like keep her out of the coffin or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember what it is, yeah. but he seals a bunch of these doors shut yeah. and like fights her in there. And it just like, she's a witcher. She's yeah. sealing the door and then <laughs> fighting monsters and doing all this stuff. It was just, I thought that was a really fun little yeah. comparison. It, yeah. It is a really cool moment. Um, and you know, Dorian is halfway helpful with his magic, but other oh, yeah, than that, very he's kind of like, <laughs> standing there just watching her take care of business well i mean he's he's at this point like what is going on why were you going down here to fight this thing like what's happening yeah yeah um and then she like splits open its chest and looks really troubled and we find out later it's because she saw that it had a A human human heart heart. yep it was a human that had been mutilated and yes yeah not great Yep. But then there was this really cute moment at the end of that where Dorian's like, what are we going to do? And um, she just goes, uh, we'll take it day by day. Yeah. Um, and so it's just the day by day. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. And I thought that was really cute. Yeah. And I think at that point, too, she says something like, okay, do you want to explain first or should I? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, They're she's like, using okay. magical symbols. He just welded the door shut. Yeah. With- and, oh, and this is the first time they talk about him having magic after he stopped the dagger yeah. into Kale. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, thank you for that. Yes. Yeah. So that's like a good moment of her being like, yeah, I... I'm really glad that I didn't kill Kale. Thank you for stopping me type yeah. of a deal. That, yeah, because yeah, was... then she's like, because I could have turned into like basically that creature. That of monster. Just being, but yeah. Inhuman, mm-hmm. was human. Yeah. 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 It's good. Man. Yeah, it was crazy. So then she also has another realization as she um, looks at that human heart. And before she even washes all the blood off of her, she goes down to the dungeons to see Caltaine. Yeah. Um. But before that, oh, this oh. was this was the thing that I, I mentioned you left out in the outline. Oh, oops. Um, so <laughs> chapter 45, she's going through her notes. Like she has a stack of papers that she's like keeping right, in her pockets yeah. and stuff to be able to study in her free time. I, mm-hmm. that, that's what it says. So I'm just imagining her with like a, a pocket full of receipts, which she literally does have receipts yeah. in there. Um, but she's going to like wipe the blood off of her hands uh, from oh, or for, from when yeah. she like cut herself for the word mark. Um, and she is like, oh yeah, like I need to wipe this blood off with something and I don't have my handkerchief. (laughs) So she's, she's using the paper in her pockets to like wipe off this blood when we know for a fact, she always has her handkerchief with her. Well, maybe she's used up all of them. She threw one onto grave. So she lost that one. No, she picked (laughs) that one back up. She had one with Bobby yellow legs to put the shirt of glass. Like she... She, that's a regular thing she has, but in this moment, she doesn't (laughs) have one. So she has to use, well, she was going to, or I think she like used a receipt for like a hat or some shoes or something. Yeah. But then also she uses the little scrap of paper that says, um, ah, times rift. Yeah. So that's how she starts thinking about stuff. But, 
Um, but anyway, yeah. So she she goes down to Caltain first mm-hmm. um, before she does the other stuff. But yeah. Yeah. So she goes down to see Caltain, but Caltain is not there. Yep. She's because, already gone. Yep. She said last time that like the Duke, Duke Parrington Duke was going to take her to his keep in Morath and now she is gone. Um, and explain what, what you understand of why she was going. To okay. So, um, Dorian was explaining to her the lineage stuff, like the, uh, the genealogy research that he was doing. And mm-hmm. she saw that Caltain was of a lineage of magic people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know of a better way to say that. I don't think that she was like Faye or anything. I think she was just a magic user mm-hmm. line person. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also noticed Roland was in the line of the king and Dorian. And yeah. so he probably had magic in him. So she saw that Dorian, or not Dorian, that, that Roland and Caltain were both being shipped off to this remote part of the world that she knew the king was active in. Yeah. So my understanding is there's something there. With their blood, because you know that power, that like magic blood has power, as you've seen with the word marks. Mm-hmm. So, Caltain had said, There's something coming, and I'm supposed to greet it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Something's going to happen there, but that's okay. that's what I understand at yep. least. So, yeah. So, Selena's also thinking, like, something's going on here, um, but she doesn't know what. But, yeah. So, then we get to the riddle, the. Yep. Um, uh, or yeah, all times rift. <sighs> that being an anagram mm-hmm. for <laughs> oh, it, or what even is the anagram? The first one is I am the first. Yeah, I am the first. You the, didn't uh, see that coming. Yeah, what are you talking about? I totally did. I you didn't see the anagram. Sorry, you no, definitely because <laughs> it's already in the poem. Like you don't need two clues to the same thing. This was this was going to be my thorn. Um, I think this is one of the things that I thought about being my thorn in the book mm-hmm. was you didn't need a secondary clue to be like, it's just like a, you know, a confirmation. The poem was so specific. <laughs> like it could not have been anything else. Starry cell, Matt. There's a lot of starry cell. No, there's not. There's one. And it's the room that you're in when you're reading the poem. And, <laughs> and later on we find out somebody figured this out way quicker than Selena. And I believe it because that's ridiculous. <laughs> The the odd times rift, it not if it doesn't refer to something later on where it's like an actual times rift as well. If it's not a double meaning, I'm gonna be very upset. Okay, I'm taking it at face value, and it's just supposed to be the anagram now. I, I'm just throwing this out there in case I'm calling something in the future. Okay. As it stands now, it just being the anagram for I'm the first is so dumb. I am not a fan of that. The poem is, well, the riddle was an answer, like use the riddle to get to the poem yeah, and then use the clue to solve the poem. Yeah. There's too much. There's too many clues. Have the one thing that like, if you just have the poem that leads to everything and you make that hard to find, that's fine. You don't need the clue of the anagram on. Mm. Yeah. I thought that was a little much. But what if somebody found that and they were like, Ooh, maybe this is the third. Then... the order doesn't matter <laughs> the order doesn't matter at all well, no it does because the third is like no one knows where it is and the first one is like it's in the starry cell if you got that confused <laughs> then you don't deserve to find a, a word key okay. i don't think they were word. i don't think um 
whatever his name was worried about that. Brandon. Yeah. I don't think he was worried about that at all. Well, either way, she figures it out using all of her smarts. Yeah, all um, all two of her smarts. Yeah. (laughs) So she checks in the crown and there's like a little secret compartment and it is empty. And she's like, okay, so the king does have at least one. And then Mort's like, yep, (laughs) he does. Um, he found he it when he was here. 20. Yep. He solved this way quicker than you. <laughs> yeah, Mort Mort is definitely you in this series. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, yeah, cuz yeah. he's just like this is I'm not going to help you, but you really should be getting this. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, so she knows that the king has at least one and then she's like, "Oh, that means like I have got to figure out where these other two are and if he's found one or both of them." Um, yeah. And then they're talking about like, what is possible to do with the word key? Mm-hmm. So it's talking about how he potentially sh- like cut off all magic 10 years ago. Right. And Mort was like, yeah, he probably couldn't do that with just one. Maybe like, I, so, so what I wrote down was, okay, so, so one word key, you can manipulate creatures, do the experiments. Like they were talking about, um, all those cells that were in the non labyrinth mm-hmm. labyrinth, um, uh, <laughs> were probably like experiments or like creatures that the King was making. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently you can do that with just one cause he's been doing that for years. Um, but y- you can't control the word gate, um, that they're talking right. about or stifle magic with just one, but with two, you can stifle all the magic but you still can't operate the word gate. Well, maybe Mort's like, I am a door knocker. So, so so then, (laughs) so then he says, no one really knows what they're capable of. No kidding, Mort. Yeah. I don't like ambiguous rules in fantasy. There's gotta be some gauge of what is possible and what is, I mean, I feel like here the word, so the word keys aren't even well known. Like Selena had never heard of them before Bobby Yellow Legs told her about them. Yeah. So she didn't even know about them. And the last people, like, Brandon hid them. And he's thou- a thousand years before or yeah. something like that. Like, But, like, Mort's there and seems to know everything. He knows something. But he just knows, like, Brandon created him. Yeah. So then he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hide this word key here. So Mort's like, I don't know what they do. But yeah. I know they're powerful and he hid them. So they must be able to do something. I guess. I th- but but him saying, yeah, he probably couldn't, you know, take out all magic with just one. Like, that's saying that he knows something. I'm saying the way it's, it's very ambiguous. Yeah. And. Well, yes, it's got to keep you wondering. <laughs> as we will get to later on in this book, I'm not a fan <laughs> of being kept wondering. I like mm. knowing. Well, you know, by the, the time know. you get to the end of all eight books, you'll know. Uh, Great. Great. <laughs> okay there's so probably then... gonna be four word keys and this was really wrong <laughs> who knows so then selena gets a little unhinged because she's like man i really need some answers and like i'd love to see my old pal nehemia <laughs> so i called this to you personally outside you of the podcast oh was it not in the podcast yeah oh I, you were texting me yeah yeah well and then we talked about it i was like i don't think i ever said this during the podcast mm-hmm. but i was like nehemia is dead but we've seen people or like the undead or like dead spirits and stuff in other yeah realms. like elena and yeah yeah so i was like we're definitely gonna see nehemia again but like she's physically dead in the body mm-hmm. so i i said that to you like last week 
Well, you said she was going to be a force ghost. <laughs> that, yeah, that, yeah. Those my, were your specific my, yeah, words. Yeah, my exact words were she was going to be a force ghost, um, <laughs> like Elena. Uh, so I I was, I, I wrote down, I was like, yeah, I also called Nehemia coming back yeah. um, before she like brought her back and stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but the way she does it is opening up a portal to the realm of the undead. And that just spells all sorts of trouble. Like, man, I, Selena's supposed to be smart. Well, I feel like this, and I do think it's pretty well done. Even as you're reading it, you feel like she's kind of like spiraling in her grief. And she, I mean, she is unhinged. Like she is not thinking clearly. She's kind of desperate. And I I think that's been a theme of like the past couple of, yeah, (laughs) like the past 10 chapters of her. She's just spiraling. Well, and I think in that moment when she's thinking of opening the portal, she's like, I am truly alone. Like I have no one to talk to. She's talking to Mort and Mort's being sassy and the worst (laughs) So well, she's like, she deserves it. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, I'm alone. Like I have no one to talk to. Yeah. And she's like, but Nahemia, <laughs> my dead friend <laughs> yeah. who called me a coward. <laughs> yeah. So she opens a portal and it does work to be fair. Yeah. It works. And Nahemia- which again is insane. The fact that it she can really just crazy. open up a portal to the realm of the undead and call her friend spirit she with does no practice. experience. No, <laughs> with no experience yes. whatsoever. She just does it. This yeah. magic system is insane. It, yeah. It's, it's wild. Yeah. So as she is tracing out all of her little symbols, um, Dorian gets a very interesting visitor in his dream. Man, so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. But yeah. Um, sorry, were you going to keep it? Sure, yeah. yeah. So Dorian is having a dream, and he sees this man with sapphire eyes who's like, something terrible is about to happen, and you have to stop it. And I love that. So we, we learn that it's Gavin, yeah. right? King Gavin yep. visits his, you know, descendant a yep. thousand years later. And... He is the husband of Elena. Yep. So Elena visits Selena and Gavin visits Dorian. And Elena is like, look to your right and see what happens. And Gavin (laughs) is like, go down this hall, take the third left and like, go here and do that. Like, yep. You need to go to this exact place and you need to stop her. It's like, Gavin, talk to your wife. Here is your mission. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I really loved Gavin. I thought he was really great. It it's was cool. the, the description yeah. of him being like this fierce, wild king who was, he didn't belong in a court. Like he belonged in the wilderness. Um, yeah, he's cool. Yeah, just this cool, awesome, yeah, fantasy king. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the fantasy kings that are talked about, the cool ones are always the ones who don't belong in the castle. They're the mm-hmm. ones who belong like out in the wilderness or out on the battlefield, out like on an Aragorn, adventure. Yeah. Yeah, Aragorn, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so gavin just seems really cool and like you said tells him exactly what to do yep. <laughs> he is a good force ghost yes <laughs> it's like i have 10 seconds here you go yep um so dorian um then is like okay gotta go and then but we... he doesn't go he goes and he gets his boy kale he does yeah, he does I, the yep. smart the biggest brain move you can do he is smart. before going down to address yep. whatever craziness selena's gotten herself into he yep. knows he's got to have backup and he goes to his boy yep so he goes and he tells kale and kale is it's i think from kale's pov and he's yeah. like um this is really weird but he seems really freaked out so i'm gonna trust him 
and this is this is a good boys being boys. Yep. He's like, I don't know what trouble my boy is in. He's just telling me we gotta go. Selena's in trouble. I know she's wild. Yeah. Let's go help her out. Just tell me where. Let's go. Let's go fight. Let's go rumble. Um, yeah. yeah. But just, then they're like, we can't run because we don't want people to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so they're just like power walking through the <laughs> castle, which I thought was a very silly addition <laughs> into the book. But yeah. Yeah. It, so they're just they're brisk walking. <laughs> And then I think it's Kale just busts down the door when they get to a room. Yeah, and it's like, okay, so the running would draw attention, yeah. but, but the just kicking slamming the through the door. Yeah, <laughs> but it was yeah. cool. It was, yes. it was a baller yeah. move. Yeah, definitely. I I just love their friendship, and I think that's a good like. Yeah. Even with all the weirdness and everything, like Dorian still went to Kale. Yeah. For like I said, boys being boys, yeah. that's textbook. Yeah. Um. So then back to Selena, her portal is successful. And Nehemia appears, and she is not happy. Yes. Well, Fleetfoot is there, yeah. and we find out, and like Fleetfoot's freaking out because she's like, Nehemia's coming, yeah. like before Slana sees her. Yeah, before Nehemia so appears, cool. yeah, Fleetfoot comes running down the stairs. I wrote a lot of notes about Fleetfoot in this episode, <laughs> and so this one was just like, Fleetfoot is just the best. Yeah. Uh, dogs. And she loves Nehemia. Obviously, Sarah J. Mass has a dog. She does. She dedicates a lot of her books to her dog. I have not read her dedications. <laughs> I should do that. Or maybe it's in the acknowledgments or something, but she always puts her dog in there. Either way, I should read those because <laughs> that dog deserves praise because like, she knows dogs and she writes this dog really well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Fleafoot uh, senses her friend coming from the other side of a portal, which is great. Yeah. I, I just really love that. Yeah. But yeah, Nehemia is upset because she's like, Selena, you should not be doing this. Yes. This is bad. Yeah. <laughs> which understandable yeah and then i really want to talk about this because um if you listen to the previous episode we had an issue where um matt thinks that i spoiled something for him no i cut it um did you the thing about the rings no no because that wasn't a spoiler that was just me misspeaking gotcha well i cut that out either way so i have no idea what we're talking about (laughs) no i'm talking about um when it was the whole like the princess is talking to the queen Oh, and yeah. I said, like, and listeners, we all knew, right? The first time we were reading it, ago. two episodes ago, yeah. um, we were like, yeah, that's totally Nehemia, like the princess, obviously. Yeah. Um, Matt didn't pick up on that. Yeah. We talked about this. So, yeah. So I, again, I feel like that was supposed to be pretty obvious. I guess because then Nehemia says here, she's like. She tells Selena, like, I knew what was going to happen, and, like, I knew what my fate was to be. Yeah, but to be fair, Selena doesn't even process that until the very end of the book, too. So if you're going by Sarah J. Mass rules, Selena doesn't know it yet, so we <laughs> definitely shouldn't know it yet. We're not allowed to know it yet until <laughs> Selena figures it out okay. and tells us. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it's not about what the characters know. It's about what we're told after the characters decide to let us oh, know. Oh, man. Just wait till Queen of Shadows. Um, I, okay. I know. I <laughs> I know where this is going, and I know that it's so much deeper. You're going to be so upset. I am. Uh, yeah, I, I'm livid, <laughs> but we're getting through it. Okay. So then um, Nehemia kind of says her goodbyes. She's like, okay, I can't be here. And she's basically no help, and really. She, yeah, well, because she's like, I can't be here. Next time you do this, I will not be the one who answers. That's yeah. so ominous and cool. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but something tells me we're going to find out at some point. And yeah, she's like, 
you just need to go do your thing. Yes. I know what I did. Don't talk to me. I'm yeah, out of here. Leave me here. She yeah. says goodbye to the talk though. Yeah, she <laughs> She's like Fleetfoot, you're a good girl. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't say that, but yeah. she says something like goodbye friend she to did. the dog. Yes, which is so sweet. Yeah. It and is she's so like, sweet. Screw you, and she doesn't even say anything <laughs> yeah. to Selena and just yeah. walks away. Yeah. She's like, What I said to you last time was good enough. You're yep. a coward. Um <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> yeah. But the dog is great. Yeah. So then um Nehemia disappears and then all of a sudden, Archer who, is there. Yep, who crept up behind Selena? But Archer, what? How? He should not have been able to sneak in there. He, how did he get in the castle? How did he get in this chamber? How did he sneak up on Selena? So Selena says she's like, "Oh, if he was working with Nehemia, remember she showed Nehemia everything that was down there, yeah, including the sewer gate that was the easy access in and out. That's how she went and killed Grave." Yeah. But so if he I thought knew that about she, that, he I came in I thought that, that way. she couldn't open up the sewer gate, though. I thought that the sewer gate was closed. And later on, it is closed. It is closed later. Maybe it was open earlier. It, no, I, I'm pretty sure the first time we were introduced to the sewer gate, it's like, well, maybe she could get by it, but maybe not. Like, maybe she could swim under it, but well, that's Well, that's it. how she gets through to get to Grave. So yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, you're, so, you're probably yeah. right. Maybe it opens for part of the day, and he came in when he So I guess he opened up the sewer gate and came in at just random time for no reason? Yeah, I don't know why he was yeah, there. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't I, know why. He should not have been there at that time for any reason. It makes no sense for him to be there. Fantasy reasons. I know fantasy reasons. <laughs> Archer should not have been there. Yeah, I haven't thought about that of why he... Because yeah. I don't think he says, No, he, right? has, he has no reason to be there. Interesting. Okay, but he's there. He's there and he's like, whoa. Wow, uh, you can open up a portal <laughs> in this random hallway. Because yeah. she does it in a random hallway, too. Like, it's not even in a place that Archer would go. It's not by the tomb. It's not, like, ugh. I have issues with that. <laughs> okay. But it's fine because it, it happens to yeah. other stuff. It's, so then he reveals that... The book he, has got to happen. Yeah. So he knows all about the word keys and he wants to find them. Um, not just to keep the king from using them, but to also use them himself, like yeah. against the king. Yeah, to make the king suffer. Yes, yeah. And he says that Nehemia like disagreed with him. She did not want to use them, and was basically had been working with him, but then was like, "Oh, you are like crazy. Too, yeah, you're crazy. So I would rather be under the king and his, you know, like terrible ways than also have you to deal with." Yeah. Um. So then we learn the big news. Well, so Selena decides to go along with him and like kind of string him along, be mm -hmm. a good politician and be like, oh yeah, like Nehemia was bad and all these things. Like mm -hmm. it's a good she thing never she understood was us. gone. Yeah. And then he admits to being the one to kill her. Mm -hmm. Man, did I feel vindicated. You did. You did say I that. called that yeah. from the start. I was like, well, no you sense. also said that Nehemia killed her guards and then slit her own throat. So. I'm, I was saying that was a possibility because I wasn't sure of <laughs> I her just relation. Want, I just want to make it clear that when you say I'm so vindicated, I called it. You also called for most of these things like four other things. No, no, no. Casey, <laughs> I, I threw out ideas of what mm, things could be, okay. but I, I believe, <laughs> I believe what my general exact words were general my exact. general exact words okay. <laughs> it was something to the effect of at the end of the day the rebels <laughs> killed nehemia and that's it 
I said something to that extent. We can go back and listen to it later. Okay. I was, yeah, we'll be, go because I was debating. Your general I was like, exact words. <laughs> I, I was debating. I was like, I don't know if Nehemia killed herself or if it was the other rebels killing her. But it e- was between I, those I, two. I said, I said either way, the rebels did it because Nehemia was a rebel. I and said, the whole either way, way the rebels like, did it. It wasn't like Kale or the king. Yeah, yeah, it was the rebels. Yeah, yeah. So I feel very vindicated. I was right. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. I feel smart. <laughs> It's cool. I, I should be a writer. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> um, you can start with some fanfic of Throne Ooh, of Glass. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that would be... That's actually a really fun idea. Yeah. What Ooh. would be your like first thing that's coming to mind of if you were going to write a fanfic of you know like a, a little short story between a couple characters um, or something? So where, where we leave off, um, I mean, jumping ahead, Selena is going somewhere else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Dorian's going to be in the castle alone and Kale is going off somewhere else as well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Kale returns to the castle and him and Dorian have a little fling. And that's my oh. fanfic. The, the, little dorian kale yeah, yeah. they're at the, oh no 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 this is it oh, it's a okay. flashback to like um teenage years and it's, it's <laughs> oh the boys gosh. going through puberty together oh and that's the fanfic it's the two boys in the castle <laughs> nice that would be fun that's like, it like sword fighting in the halls and oh, stuff yeah. and... and just oh man they they fall on the ground on top of each other oh my gosh okay Okay, so you're picking up some hot vibes between Kale and Dorian. No, there has never been any vibes between them. I'm just saying. It, <laughs> that would be your fanfic. Fanfics always make a connection that's not there. Yes, and I feel like that's absolutely. a fundamental part of fanfiction. Yes. And that is the Especially, most Especially, I, I guarantee you, there's so much Dorian and Kale fanfic out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Like... Yeah. I, I was I was picking low hanging fruit by yes. saying that. I was I was taking a joke that was already there. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Um okay, so speaking of Dorian and Kale, they appear down in the I guess they're not it's, even in the tomb. It's just a party. I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a party just down the tunnels. So they go running down and they see Selena is knocked out yep. on the ground. Archer is like looking at the book. Yeah, he has the book open. Yeah, he's like saying spells, which we don't. And they're just like, okay, which we don't get to. Yeah, like ever. Yeah, yeah, ever makes no sense. Um, but Fleetfoot is standing over Selena, protecting protecting her. her. And again, I wrote the Fleetfoot is so previous chapter when Fleetfoot was um greeting Nehemia, I was like Fleetfoot's the best. Then again, when she's standing over Selena, Fleetfoot is still the best. (laughs) Yeah, and. As we continue, Fleetfoot will continue to be the yes, best. The best girl. Yep. Yep. The bestest of girls. I I hope that she gets a treat at some point in this story because <laughs> we don't hear her ever getting food. Oh, she actually, snuggles no, in the bed. Lie. Yeah, she eats bacon. Yeah, and... I was about to say that. That's a complete lie. Yeah. As soon as I said that, I remember she did get little treats. Yes. She she deserves a lot of treats after she this. She does. Yeah. Um, but Especially, all that yeah, to say, she, she goes through it. She does go through it. Anyway, we walk into the room. Kale and Dorian come storming in. Mm-hmm. There's some demon monster coming through the portal. Mm-hmm. That has knocked Selena out. Yep. And they're, and yeah, Fleetfoot is kind of like trying to guard her while she's knocked out. Yep. And so I guess what Kale runs over and like he just has, he doesn't have his sword. He just has like a random dagger. I mean, or is something? it not? No, I think it's a sword. It's not his sword. Okay. I guess that's important. Um, <laughs> No, I just know that it's not his sword because, like, his sword doesn't break. And this, it's like, yeah, he just casts aside. I feel yeah. like he'd be like, oh, my, my sword. <laughs> like, yeah, I love this thing. <laughs> that's fair. 
Um, yeah. So he just he but he just goes at this demon. He's like he he sizes it up for like one second. It mm-hmm. says, and then he just goes at it. He's like, okay, let's let's fight this monster. Yep. Caleb's the man. He is so cool. <laughs> he's just the the coolest guy. Just no fear goes in. He's like, all right, my friend's in trouble. I don't know what's going on, but I guess I'm fighting a demon now. Yep. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, mad respect. Kale's yeah. great. He, he's he's the best character. Yeah. Every, everyone knows. <laughs> everyone knows. Um. So yeah. So then he's fighting the demon, and is able to. I think Selena wakes up, and he kind of like pushes her towards Dorian, Dorian and is like, yeah. "Get out of here." Well, Dorian. No, no, no. Like Dorian comes over to comes her to help her, and yeah. is like, "Hey, like I gotta help you out." And yeah. she's like. I gotta fight this demon with Gale, and they're like, "No, <laughs> you are <laughs> you not. You just got knocked out. Yeah, you are like, not uh, doing well." Meanwhile, Archer is still just chilling over there. Which, chanting. again, I have no idea what he's doing. What yeah. is he doing? I don't really know. It says he's chanting. I don't know if he knew about like. This is the reason why I'm upset that the magic isn't explained as as much as it should it be. definitely he's gets doing better something. i feel he's like doing here, something magic I, yeah but this i don't think that ever gets explained what because i don't even know so, what he's doing so here's the thing so selena opened up a portal to the undead mm-hmm. i'm assuming these monsters are not from that land uh, this no, is a different place because remember it says that she like she smudges she the smudges yeah That's her right, hand yeah. goes against the wall and it like yes yeah, smudges one of the word marks yeah. and then she sees the portal change yeah so it is not Nahemia's so world so anymore. archer isn't doing that i was gonna say maybe he changed it no she changed it you're right she smudged it so is archer trying to call we have to no things? idea <laughs> we have no I idea know. it's crazy yeah um but so yeah dorian is helping selena and they're kind of like going up the steps and kale Kale is basically like, I can't defeat this monster. He's holding his own though. But yeah, he is. But he's like, it's good that they're getting out. Yep. And like, he's I will like, do, if I die here doing this, I at will... least I've saved them. Yep. Yeah. So then a hero, a true hero. <laughs> so then I don't really know. Like he, oh, Selena starts yelling because as she's like going up the steps, um, she sees that they left. Fleetfoot behind so yeah. Fleetfoot got like cut on her leg so she was limping and couldn't run away so she's just stuck down there yep and so she's yelling Fleetfoot and Kale turns and, and the- at that moment the demon decides to retreat he's like eh. no that makes no sense this is all for dramatic effect <laughs> so the demon goes and grabs Fleetfoot and drags yeah. it back through the and drags her back through the portal mm-hmm. doesn't make a whole lot of sense but an We're, easy whatever. meal, maybe. Yeah, sure. It's an easy maybe, meal. Yeah, maybe it's only hungry yeah. and wants to eat the dog. Yeah. And then Kale, absolute idiot, decides to go jump through the portal for Fleetfoot. Listen, I understand. I would jump through a portal to save Louie. I, I, like, <laughs> our dog. Our, yeah, our dog. If, if you don't know our dog is Louie, then you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, he's get the on best our dog. Instagram. <laughs> he, he's the best He is boy. under Matt's chair right now with his old paws crossed. Yep. Passed out. Yeah, he's napping. He's had a great day. <laughs> he hasn't a, had to fight any demons. Yep. So. No, yeah, no demons, <laughs> no scratches. Maybe inner demons, but no other <laughs> demons. <laughs> this dog's not of inner demons. He just likes cheese. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I get it. I would jump through a portal for my dog. Yes. Kale jumping through the portal for Fleetfoot when Selena and Dorian are there. I don't know, man. If it was you on one side of the portal injured, 
and demons coming through and a random guy chanting in the corner and Louis <laughs> going through a portal. I don't know that I would jump through the portal for for Louis at that point. But like Selena was fine. So that's saying like I would be fine. She wasn't fine. She was very injured. Yeah, she, but she was away from like any immediate danger. I guess, but I don't know. Hectic situation. He jumps in after the dog. He also thinks he's like basically after everything that has happened between him and Selena, he's like if I don't jump through and save Fleetfoot, like this is it. It like he he says Wait, something. What he says something. I don't. I don't yes. think that he goes through for. He thinks something about like how he broke what was between them with like what happened with Nehemia, and he's like, I have to do this. I don't think that that was with him jumping through to get Fleetfoot. I thought that was with like him standing to fight the demon while they were retreating. I think it was to get Fleetfoot. So the part that um, Kale goes through the portal, it, it doesn't say anything about it. I, I'm having a hard time finding where he says um, the other thing here. Yeah, you can look through it. But he doesn't say it as he's going through to get Fleetfoot. But either way, um, Kale jumps through to save Fleetfoot on his own volition. <laughs> yeah. And... Out of the you goodness know. of his heart, for the love of dogs. For the love of dogs, you know, <laughs> and, and props to him for that. It's it's brave, but it's stupid. So yeah, um, but he does it. So he runs through, and Selena sees, and she's like, "Absolutely not, my dog and my man. I'm yeah, going." Well, kind of her man. <laughs> kind of yes. her man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen. Two days ago, she was sleeping with him. So well, her man. She she made some decisions that I don't agree <laughs> with, but you know. So she also runs through the portal. And as she runs through, she says she feels like the shift happen. And <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So the first time I read through it, it was talking about like the creature and how it was like. Oh, yeah. So I read this as her turning into a creature. And so I had to go back and reread it because I was like, I'm not understanding this right i thought maybe she was a werewolf and she was like transforming <laughs> into a creature a whole thing but no she transforms into a fae so fae. she has pointy ears and fangs mm -hmm. so that's gonna be Canines. really fun yeah yeah big yeah big old big old teeth um this is gonna be fun because i've never really read into a bunch of fantasy stuff about like fae in this context yeah. of like not elf elves right yeah because um, like you have like the lord of the rings elves and you have like fairies that are little mischievous little winged things yeah and yeah this is kind of different she has kind of a different take on it so. yeah and yeah. and there's like a there's a D, D thing that's similar to like fae but it i think this is unique and fun um so fanged bestial not really like it, she talks in she talks later about like people being able to transform into like beasts and stuff yeah um but anyway she sprouts ears and fangs boom magic princess finally we're here <laughs> i called it day one magic princess backstory so she jumps through and um shoots blue fire at shoots a demon blue fire just comes out yep. yeah she starts battling the demon sends kale and fleetfoot she's like get out of here and kale's, and kale's like, like okay what, <laughs> yeah. what is he, going on he doesn't even try to say like no i'll fight with you he's like okay you yeah. got this <laughs> in, in fact he is like i don't know what to do <laughs> yeah. with you this yeah. is 
he's just this like you know he's only killed one guy <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> this is a big jump up <laughs> he has not experienced much in the world <laughs> yeah. he's like a homeschool kid going to a state college yeah. he's like i don't know what's happening here <laughs> So he's just like, this is beyond my yep. world of so understanding. She's like, oh, I hear the crunch of rock of kale fleeing with Fleetfoot. And I, I feel like the first time I read that, I was like, oh, surely he's not leaving her. But yeah, he does. He's <laughs> like, yep, I'm out. I'm out of here. This is over my head. Yeah. <laughs> and Selena's like, oh, there's more people coming or like more demons coming. Yeah. So stuff. she's like, I got to figure out a way to like send this demon away. Yep. So she decides... Again, not that we understand how this works at all. Mm -hmm. She's like, I have magic and power inside me, and I have this cool old ancient sword. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put my power in the sword. And it glows, and there's lightning and fire, and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And she plunges it into the ground and creates a void in the earth. Yeah. (laughs) Like it splits apart, and there's like a cavern. Really, really cool. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't understand how it works at all. Yeah, I don't love this part because, like, I don't think it ever... Well, like, we know it's a cool old sword, but it just says it's a cool old sword. Like, it doesn't ever... She's just like, oh, wait, the sword, it can... It's a conduit. Yep. And it's like, what? (laughs) Again, yeah. We just... (laughs) It just... It feels right, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It really just feels like a conduit to me. Yeah. So um, I agree. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool, but it's like, okay, you know, SJM, maybe you could have thrown that in there somewhere. So yeah. it didn't seem so like yeah. random. Yeah. I, I'm all about cool moments. Yeah. But. Yeah. Because it is cool. You I, can see, I, like I feel like, for yeah, in my head, I can see her like running up and jumping and slamming yeah. it into the ground. And it's, yeah, it's really cool. I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, I really like it. And yeah. it's really fun. For some reason, I imagined her with blue hair at this point too. Ooh, I figured her I like hair that. changed colors because she's sure. like blue fire and she like had, she you know, becomes a blue lady. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was imagining kind of like, you know, a blue ombre, like mm. a, a reverse ombre because it'd be lighter at the top and darker at the bottom. Okay. I don't know what that is, but, uh, <laughs> <Some balayage. laughs> I have no idea what that word is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I just imagine her as this like cool, magical, like glowing, radiating, blue fired, fey, awesome chick stabbing a sword into the ground and exploding sure. the earth. Yeah. yeah. Really fun, really cool. Yeah. So what that does is it just makes the demon not able to come at I her, can't cross I guess. It. Yeah. Which this is like a eight foot demon that could probably jump pretty far. He had like In my head, this strength. is like a huge rift that is, you know, ah times it, rift, like it, it, big rift. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, I, I don't think like in my head, it was just like 10 feet. Um, oh. Like she's moving the earth or the planet of wherever she's on. And there's a rift that's like 100 feet across. I guess. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't matter. That's just so much power <laughs> yeah. that we are not ready for. Yeah. But either way, she does it. Yeah. Right? The demon she she makes a canyon and the, maybe the demon's scared of heights. And so he's like, I sure. don't want to jump. Yeah. So then she gets back through the portal. But then they're like, how do we close this thing? <laughs> it's just open. And she's like, I know it will close eventually. But I'm tired. <laughs> she's like, I'm tired. I'm spent. I just put all my power into the sword. Yeah. Like, yep. And, and, and when she comes back through, she like comes out of her fey form because yes. she's back in um, Aurelia. Yeah. And there's no magic allowed. We know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, she, she comes out of her fey form back into her human form. Kale's like, I don't want to touch you. This is weird. 
what are you? And so she has to use Dorian's blood to mm-hmm. try to close the door. Yeah. And Archer runs away. Yes. Because nobody's paying attention to him. Yep. Because he was chanting and now he's like, hmm. Now he's not. <laughs> I'm going to take the book and leave. Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, just makes no sense to me. Yeah. I don't understand this. I understand he has to be killed, but I don't understand why he had to be in the story at this point. Anyway. So that all's happening. Yeah. What's next? So um, I do want to point out just like what you said of when Dorian is, um, I think it's from Dorian's POV and Kale and Selena come back through the portal and he's like, something is off. Like Kale isn't touching her and like, he's not checking to make sure she's okay. And it's because like, so Dorian had been knocked out because Selena knocked him oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the thing to mention. When yes. Kale jumped through the portal, Selena knocked out Dorian so she could get away from him. And yes, and like also herself. keep him safe to keep him from running after her. I don't know like, that she was worried about keeping him or safe. Or she was just like, yeah, you're being, you're annoying. Like, I'm getting out of your <laughs> grasp and I'm yeah. running away. Yeah. So she knocks Dorian out. So he misses everything that happens. Yeah. And then. So and this he, is an important point for later because this is one of my biggest gripes. This okay. is my This is my real thorn. So we'll come back to it. Okay. Um, so he wakes up and he's like, Whoa, I'm looking through this portal. And like, there's this big, like rift now. Like there's this huge canyon. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, that's crazy. (laughs) And And you guys come through. And then Kale and Selena come through and he's like, man, something must've happened between them. Like touching. Yeah. So he doesn't know that Selena is Faye. Like he doesn't see that. Yeah. Um, he doesn't see that she has powers. Um, yeah, it'd be really stupid of him to think that she had any sort of magical powers or anything. <laughs> yeah, what, what a wild thing for him to try to think of on his own. So Selena comes back through, and then she's like, um, I got to go find Archer. Yep. Like, yeah. I'm, Man, boy's in trouble. <laughs> yes, because she's like, oh, it's about to go down. I'm going to go yeah. find him. It, again, to be fair, she should have killed him like chapter four. <laughs> yes, this should have happened a long time ago, but finally we get it. You know, yeah. can't complain too much. At least we get I, there. I can complain. Yes, because it... Y'all... He killed Nehemia. <laughs> he should have died immediately. Selena yeah. kept him alive way too long. So He's Selena, a scumbag. Yeah, she goes down to the sewer grate. Yep, um, and finds him there struggling to get out. Because, like I said, I don't think it's very obvious how to get in and out of the sewer. Well, obviously Archer doesn't think so either because he's like crap. He's like, I don't know how to get out. (laughs) Oh no, a bunch of people pooped at the same time. Now the water level's too high. Oh my god. But so Selena goes and she's like, oh, this is perfect. Like, I'm about to destroy him. And I, okay. So he starts to say some stuff and she goes from, I'm going to murder you. to Then she's like, okay. You have to leave um, the city tonight. Casey. And Matt was so I, pissed. <laughs> I was so upset. There was a point where I was like, Archer said he had no idea what sort of darkness lurked inside her or what monster she was willing to become. And I was like, well, us either. We, we don't know what kind of monster she is. <laughs> Has not been explained to her. But then she's like, oh, yeah, like you can just leave. And I literally was like, No kill archer especially because at this point like she knows everything yeah and he's double crossed her like four times and he's admitted to killing her best friend like and and he knows that she was lying about like oh yeah this was for us like they're not on the same team yeah there's no so literally i wrote down boo in capital letters (laughs) with like eight o's (laughs) and then 
immediately after that, as Archer's leaving, he was like... Well, before he says anything, so I do want to say, I think the only reasonable justification for her doing this is um, before Nehemia leaves, when she's in that portal, she says, like, in the last few years of my life, there was a lot of darkness, but you were one of the bright lights. Do not let that light go out. And so then um, when... Selena is about to kill Archer. She hears Nahimi because he's like, "This is bullcrap." She's an assassin. Okay, her well, job she is to kill hears people. in her head Nahimi is saying, "Do not let that light go out." And so she's like, "This is my last grasp at like keeping it." Because she's again no, spiraling. I she completely. is unhinged. But I'm just saying the book no. gives that reason. The book her- is wrong. <laughs> no, I no it. It makes absolutely no sense. Okay. She's an assassin. Either way, this guy that's what double crossed her eight times. He killed her best friend. He deserves okay. to die immediately. But that's what the book says. I know that's what the book says. Yes. I disagree. Okay. Anyway, so, she kills him. Yes. <laughs> she kills him because as she says, like, I'm gonna let you go, then he's like, I knew you were a good woman. And, and she's like, Nope, and goes up to him, stabs <laughs> she's him. She's like, I'm twist not. the dagger. <laughs> but Nehemia was a good woman. Yeah. Yeah. So Immediately after the boo with the eight O's in all caps, I wrote yay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also in all caps? Yes, in all, nice. in all caps with exclamation points. Because <laughs> nice. uh, Archer deserved to die very yes, early on. for sure. So there we go. I was happy about that, finally. Yes. What a scumbag. My yes. least favorite person. Yeah. So Again, called it from, from moment one. He was not a good guy. Yeah. Even though I tried to paint him as one. Yeah, so he's dead. We get Kale's POV for a little bit of like watching Selena kill Archer, and he's like, "Whoa, this chick is gone." <laughs> I really love this moment. He's standing on the stairs. He knows that she's Faye, so he shifts his boot and like squeaks it on yeah. the stair so that she knows he's there. <laughs> he's like, "I don't know if she can still hear super well like a Faye, but I'm just gonna squeak my boot so yep. she knows I'm here." <laughs> he just seemed just like kind of like yeah. <laughs> Just twisting a little bit. The thought came into my head, like when you're in a public restroom and you're the only one in there, then a new person walks in, how you kind of go like... <clears throat> Are you like, roll the toilet yeah. paper? <laughs> so, so that somebody else knows that you're in there so that nobody makes any weird noises. Yep. I was just like, that's exactly the moment that happened there. He's like, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm in here. I love I love that we all have the same, you know, male or female. The public restroom scene is the same. If it's you're the, in the last stall and somebody well, walks I in. Because I also feel so awkward if you're in there and you don't make a noise and somebody comes in and it's been like 10 seconds and then you make a noise and then you're like, I always feel like you're going to gasp. You don't want to scare them. Yeah, like, oh, someone else is in here. They might poop their pants. <laughs> no. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, that's the scene that came to mind because Gail was like, I'm just going to squeak my boot. I thought that was really Well, funny. he's also like, oh, she might kill me because she looks like she's just going to kill everybody right yeah. now. She, like, yeah, she could just kill me for seeing her yes. as a fae, yeah. which is also understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but she doesn't. Nope. She doesn't. So they all head back up to Selena's room. <laughs> and they bring in the healer. They bring in the healer and the healer's just like silent, like, okay, just so this is this is another one of my favorite moments. So um, it says something like Nehemia or not me. Sorry. It says something like Selena told the healer that she would report him, report her to the king if she didn't attend Dorian first because he's the crown prince. Yeah. Um, but then after that, 
it was Kale and Selena like looking at each other like who's gonna sit down next? It's yeah. not gonna be me. <laughs> and so it, it the book says something like it was like a glaring contest for the ages. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. But then Kale's like, okay, fine, like I'll sit down. Yeah. You just you, you do whatever. <laughs> and later on, we find out because Selena was magically she's, healed yeah, she's when she transformed into Faye. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not explained. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah. Um. So then she's like, "Okay, I'm sure y'all have some questions." Um. And she tells Dorian, "Like, I'll deal with go you away. later. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll come to your room." And later. he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm being dismissed. I okay. Yeah. I guess it's just gonna be you and Kale in here. Fine. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes and takes a bath. She does. Yeah. She's like, "I'm gonna take a bath." But I feel like not in, in a, a sexy different way. room. Yeah. yeah. It was not yeah. sexy. It was washing blood off of her. Yeah. I mean, some people might be into that. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then she has this deep conversation with Kale. She tells him all the stuff. Yeah. So she's like, all right, here's the explanation. Because, again, he's the only one. That... She dismisses Dorian because Kale knows some stuff that he doesn't. So yep. she explains her Faye heritage. And she says, my great-grandma was, or great-grandmother was Faye. <laughs> my great-grandma my was Faye. <laughs> She's one of them Faye folk. Mamaw Mab. <laughs> so her great-grandmother was Faye. And she says she inherited the ability to shift between forms. So she has like human form and Faye form. And then Kale is like, looking at her and it's all very angsty very angsty and selena is like archer told me the truth that he like basically set us both up and like set us up to ruin us and set up so that i would hate you and not trust you and i still can't trust you which makes no sense i'm so mad at this selena she's like i know the truth but i just i still can't trust you so this is this is what I thought of. This is like the 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 girlfriend who is like, well, I know you haven't cheated on me, but I think you might. So I just no don't no trust no no you. no. Okay, no, I have to stand up for Selena here. Okay, yeah, stand up for her. yeah. <laughs> let's hear this. Okay, it is not the same as a girlfriend saying, "I think you will cheat," because it wasn't. Oh, I think that you would choose the king over me. Kale did choose to not tell her something. We've talked about this, and I disagree with you wholeheartedly. Mm. I would, if I was Kale, I would have told her about Nehemia, but he was trying to guard Nehemia. The king said he wanted to question her about the rebels. He was not again. It was not like, hey, I just want to have you know, like a quick Q and A, like over pastry. Yes, it was. No, he said, I want no one coming in or out of the room. Yes, why <laughs> would you want somebody coming in or out of the room when you're questioning a princess of a foreign nation about her possibly being linked to rebels? Kale says that he like could tell that it was an odd request. I'm just saying, you know that the king. He obviously knows the king does not like me. He had no reason to kill her. (laughs) We know this. But then he says the king was smug, like when Nehemia was dead, because he was like, oh, I didn't even have to do anything. And she's like, not my problem anymore. Yeah, but he didn't kill her. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not his fault. I think you're letting Kale off easy. I No, I I disagree with you so wholeheartedly. I mean, she went too far with it of like being angry. Literally at this point. Archer betrayed. Kale was kidnapped when she was killed. He had nothing to do with it. He wasn't even there. He was kidnapped. Yeah, but by Selena, the rebels who killed her. Selena could have been there had 
Don't no, Selena would have been saving <laughs> Kale. It doesn't matter. It wasn't even when she was being questioned. That's the other thing. She wasn't even being questioned by the king when she was killed. This is a random time. She was away from the castle because <laughs> Kale was kidnapped. Okay. This has nothing to do with Kale trying to protect her or trying to guard her during this magical interrogation. <laughs> the interrogation never happened. The rebels kidnapped Kale. She ran away to go save him. And then the rebels killed Nehemia. Kale had nothing to do with the assassination. <laughs> the questioning never even happened. He just didn't tell her about an anonymous threat that the king had no sources for. It's bullcrap. She should not be upset at Kale for this. Okay. <laughs> okay. That, okay. I, that's, listen, that's... I'm sorry, but that I that's what I feel. And I that's can what tell I that you feel it right. strongly, as everyone else can, as they just turn down their volume a little bit. <laughs> Okay. Um let's move, let's move on. I don't know if I, I can. I feel like your thoughts are clear. Um yeah, so she tells Kale I can't trust you and like yeah, Dumb. basically we're not we're we are never getting back together. Um but yeah. he still loves her. Yes, and he tries to say it and she doesn't let him. Yeah. So then the next chapter is Kale and he's like I know that she basically rejected me. But I still have to protect her. She's Faye. It's dangerous for her to be here. I gotta get her out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. So what he comes up with isn't a great plan. No, but, it's stupid. But it's it's well, so stupid. <laughs> it's not so stupid, but it, it's not it's not the best plan. He should have talked to her about it. I was about to say, he literally, yeah, just like upends her entire life with that like gets her sent across the world. Yeah. And doesn't even consult her? Like, hey, yeah. what would you think of this? Like, yeah. Well, how do you feel about the royals over there? Are you down to kill them? Could, well, you, could or, you fake it? Or do you just want to run away? Like, yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you, but everything was happening very quick. And there were a lot of emotions going on. I think if if you're giving Selena a pass on all the other spiraling okay. stuff that she's done, he Kale can get a grief. pass. For trying to save her. He had some good loving and now it's been taken away from yeah. him. So. It was a little quick. He could have consulted her. Yes. I think it was a little rash. Yes. But, you know. Yeah. Um, so but what anyway. he does is he shows up to his um, father's rooms in like the middle of the night. And he's like, I need your help. I want I want to send the king's champion to Wendelin to kill the royals there and get their like navy plans. Yep. And he's like, I want you to back me in the council meeting yep. to the king. And Baller his, move. Yeah. And his dad is the worst and is like, oh, and what will I get in return? And Kale says, I will, I will like resign from my position here and go back to Aniel with you. Yep. I, I will reclaim my position. I will reclaim my position. Heir. And he thinks in his head, like, he'll give up his home and, like, everything that he loves just for her, for her yep. safety. He's like, as long as I can know that she is safe, then everything else yep. is worth it. it. There's a line that says, like, he would sacrifice it over and over again for her. So, yeah. yep. Kale's just the best. It's really sweet. I, it is very, I'm very be torn between, like, dude, come on. Like, you, you're not even going to consult her before you ship her across the world. Like, and ask her, if, like, hey, is this a good idea? <laughs> but also, it is out of love, and it's yeah. very sweet. Yep. He's trying to protect her. Yep, pure intentions. Yeah. So his dad is like, absolutely, this is exactly what I wanted. Win-win for me. Yeah. 
So he does back Kale to the king. And the king is surprised by Kale's request, but he likes it. He's like, he's get like, that girl away from Dorian. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't want her around my son. And I like that Kale came in with, you know, some people backing him yep. and stuff. And then he's like, oh, man, I wish that Kale was my son instead. Yeah, pretty uh, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we get, yeah, we're in the king's POV. And we get lots of interesting thoughts here. Man, I love the king. Yeah. The king's so cool. I, I told you this. I think the king is my favorite character. So what about king versus Bobby Yellowlegs? Oh, that's hard. Well, it's also maybe not fair because Bobby Ellis R.I.P. Like yeah. she's got she doesn't she's have a, a lot fun, more to cranky contribute. Old witch, and so she had her time in the sun. <laughs> but um, or the oven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say not, not a whole lot of time in the sun. <laughs> but anyway, the king is really fun because he actually seems very ominous, very powerful. He knows what's going on, mm-hmm. and how we know he knows what's going on is we actually get information. From the king. We do. I, I've said this so many times to you personally and on the podcast. My biggest problem with these books is it is written from the perspective of characters who know more than they let the reader know. Mm-hmm. So they don't actually, it, it's first person, but it doesn't it's actually. It's not first person. It's third person limited. Sorry. That's right. Boom. Casey's explaining. You're right. It's, it is not first person <laughs> at all. Oh it my is, gosh, I'm going to listen to this episode over and over just to hear myself be wrong. I, I, I was literally in my head thinking of third person omniscient, and I was like, it's not that, it's the other one. You were and, literally wrong, so let's move on. Okay, so it's third person <laughs> limited, and I think I hate that. Except mm. when we get to the king, it's third person, not omniscient, but it's third person revealing, um, and he actually says More what's revealing, on his mind. More revealing, but yeah. 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 Um, so that's really great because <laughs> we actually find out some things that happened yes. in the last 10 pages of the book. And this is my other thing. To Listen, you. this is an SJM specialty. You will learn to love it no, and hate it. <laughs> no, I will. I will only hate it from here on out. If 90% of the lore and information of the book happens in the last 10 pages, I'm Let me upset. just tell you that I just reread Crescent City 2 like a couple weeks ago in preparation for the third one. And it's about 800-ish pages, and I don't think much happened until, like, page 750. <laughs> and then it's crazy, but until then, you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so she loves a good slow burn of plot. <laughs> well, let me tell you who doesn't love that. <laughs> this guy. I just, I feel like it's like you have a whole season of a show. Mm-hmm. I told you this. This is like binge watching a show. <laughs> Nothing happens for the whole season, mm-hmm. but then like the last episode, everything happens. Yeah. And, it and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to watch the next season. Yeah. But then the whole next season is nothing until the season finale. I feel like Again. you can't say this is nothing because I mean, no, Nahimi is dead. <laughs> Bobby Yellowlegs dead. All right. Bobby Yellowlegs meant nothing in the, in the <laughs> scheme of the story. Again, this is a thing that's, that's going to happen. Book five. Something's going to happen with the witches. Um, <laughs> fine. I will concede that. I'm done ranting. Okay. Let's get back to Bobby Yellowlegs. Let's get back to Bobby Yellowlegs. Because here we find out that the king knows Bobby Yellowlegs. Yeah, they're homies. He throws out there, oh yeah, he doesn't know who killed her. Because he knows that she's dead. But he was like the one who's anti-magic. But the queen had apparently invited the carnival. But realistically, he had invited the carnival so that Bobby Yellowlegs could come visit him. So I had a quote from you from the last episode where you were just like, 
laying into the queen and you were and you were like how stupid is this like the queen is so dumb that she invited a carnival when she knows that the king hates magic yep and you were like bobby yellowleg she's such a bad queen why isn't she with her people yep. like this makes no sense it did make no sense and here we go I still don't understand why she was with a carnival. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. But I guess maybe like an excuse for her to be there, like kind of to blend in yes. to meet with him. But if she was actually an active queen and matriarch of her people, she came alone and that's insane. So Bobby Hillelegs isn't scared of anybody. Well, she got killed by one random chick. So I, I'm just saying she obviously needed an escort and bodyguards. Um, she was a bad queen. So... <laughs> All that being said, the reveal of the king have like wanted to meet with Bobby Yellowlegs and buy some mirrors from her. Yeah. Fun, ominous. Because we don't know what the mirrors really do. Mm-mm. We just know that they make you look skinny or short. And... <laughs> or yellow. <laughs> yeah, she, yellow, sure. Um, so that will be fun. I'm sure that will be a good thing in the future. Um, and to glean information from her, but he never got any information. Yes, yeah, so he's upset. Which is great. That Selena killed her because then maybe he would have found out that Dorian had magic. Right. So, yeah. you know, now going back to, oh, how did they start fighting? Why did that happen? I now understand why from Sarah J. Mass's point of view, if the king was inviting her there, it's a good thing Selena killed her. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought that escalated a little bit too quickly. But now in hindsight, that makes sense story wise. Yeah. So. Yeah, so he yeah, he's upset because he wanted to learn some stuff about the iron teeth. Yep. And then he mentions something that Matt's very excited about. It mentions that he's been breeding and creating creatures and that he has a bunch of wyverns. Some wyverns to use as steeds. We're finally gonna get some dragons yes. in this book. And Ugh. I'm about it. Yep. Um, They're so cool. I can't wait to get to them. Yeah. So um i this is true for other fantasy i don't know how it talks about them in in this book yet because we haven't seen a wyvern yet yes this is literally there's one sentence about them wyverns to my understanding are dragons who have two hind legs and their two front arms or wings yeah so like normal dragons how you would call them have like four normal legs and wings on top of that i believe it's the same here so generally they're smaller and a little bit more rascally um so wyverns are fun really cool i'm all about it and just mini dragons not yes. mini dragons but smaller dragons i'm about it yeah it's oh so cool yeah it's gonna be fun i i, I want selena to fight a dude on a wyvern this is gonna be great <laughs> um then we also get so much information from the king's pov yep so then he's also like oh i'm so frustrated i was looking into selena's mark and it's, her word mark that was glowing on her yeah. forehead so he's like, man, I just like couldn't get a straight answer, but it means something like nameless or anonymous. And then he just kind of drops it. So again, this was one of my huge issues. I was like, so no one's going to talk about this glowing mark on her forehead in a land where magic is outlawed. There was a lot going on. There wasn't that much going on. <laughs> it was it was a fighting tournament where they fought. And so it like... Somebody with a glowing mark on their forehead. I just feel like, <laughs> sorry, that's Louis shuffling around. He is done napping underneath the chair. He's woken up under the bed. The beast awakens. I'll just try to step over your headphone cord. Yeah, we'll be all right. <laughs> but anyway, the king 
admits, oh yeah, I saw this word mark and I was reading it and trying to figure out what it said. So yeah, I mean, there was a lot going on in the duel. So sure, nobody said anything about it then. I mean, or after, or in, in the several months following. Listen, it's never if the king up. is creating wyverns, he's got a lot on his plate. He killed a singer for singing a song about magic. You don't think that he would investigate a glowing four-headed girl? He did investigate it. Yeah, but like, he didn't huh. say anything about it. Everyone, it was in front of a group of people, and everyone saw it. It's ridiculous. The fact that she got away with having a glowing word mark on her forehead and nobody did anything about it. Maybe we don't, I don't know that it says how long it glowed. Maybe it was for like one second. So he's like, maybe no one else even saw it. No, he's, (laughs) if he saw it, other people saw it. And the fact that he did see it now, like I thought that it was going to be brushed under the mat. Like, oh, nobody's, nobody saw it. I thought that was kind of the vibe that we were going with. But now we see, no, he saw it. He He got a good look at it, read it and was able to research it. Yeah. So therefore, we know this is a bunch of bull crap. Well, anyway, her being nameless or anonymous, anonymous, yeah, pretty weird. Yeah. So then he tells her, "All right, I want you to leave tomorrow." So yeah. even Kale is shocked by this. He's like, Wait, no, I've been like in a while. Yeah, he's like, I, I really would like to kiss her one more time. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were literally just about to make up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the king's like, yes, tomorrow, like she'll have plenty of time to plan while she's on the ship. Because there's a ball and it'd be so much fun to kill those guys at the ball. Yeah. It's like the solstice something. Um, and it's just an excuse to have Selena be in a dress at a ball. <laughs> and it also says that like, she specifically is the only one that could go because, um, Wendelin takes like women and children as refugees, but yeah. not men. So her being a female assassin is very convenient. Yep. Um, So he's like, yep, you're going to leave tomorrow. So then we go to Selena and she goes and talks to Elena for a bit. And I know that Matt has some thoughts on our lovely dead queen, Elena. (laughs) Listen, Elena just, there is nothing about her that makes her a good, positive character. (laughs) She says... To Selena, and I quote, leave the word keys and the king for now. Just leave it behind. <laughs> Don't think about it. Go across the Take ocean. Take a vacation. <laughs> Go assassinate some people. Do what you got to do. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. After everything she's been through, all of the garbage, riddles, poems, bullcrap. Yeah. She's just, like, take a breather. Ah, yeah. Don't worry about the word keys. <laughs> yeah ridiculous <laughs> i am yeah elena is just so not helpful i want to like her i really do i know she's supposed to be powerful and cool selena's upset at her because she's like oh now you can come help me out which again she's right why doesn't she ever help out when it matters she's like even now i'm weak and it's like yeah. well okay then be weak in the other moments like, <laughs> it's like all right look to your right <laughs> Or, oh, I couldn't come to you when you needed my help with the portal, but I'll or, come to you now. I'll take the poison out, but I can't do anything else. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I'm upset at Elena. She's not cool. If Gavin would have been there, who'd be like, Oh, he would have been, he'd have everything handled. He would have killed Kane. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, oh, hold on. Let, let me get this guy real quick. Stab. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. 
Yeah, so I don't know that anything really important comes out of no, the conversation. No, it was, it was her just giving permission to Selena to leave, yeah, which to chill out she for didn't a bit. need. And it's like, okay, well, I got to go either way. So yep. thank you for your permission, but um, don't think you could do anything about it. Yeah. So then we get a really cool scene where Selena goes to Nehemia's grave, and she makes a blood oath that she will free Nehemia's yeah. people. And that's really dope. That's really cool. Love blood oaths. Mm-hmm. Pretty metal. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. But before that, there's a scene between Dorian and Kale. Oh, your boys. You got to go. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. This is. So this is the boys breaking up. Mm. So it's Dorian grabbing Kale after the meeting, after the council meeting yes. where yeah. is being sent off. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Sending her across the ocean. Yeah. And Kale's like, I can't tell him about selena being a fae and i just want to get her out of here and i know that now i have to leave and go home so to make this easier i'm not going to explain it i'm just going to kind of be a turd to him so that that the goodbye is easier and i'm like dude that is not how boys operate this is not boys being boys yeah. It is not how these guys would interact. They've been best friends since childhood. So you they think he should have told girl. Dorian? It's not even that he should have to- told Dorian. Dorian should figure out Selena is magical. He sh- She was doing the word marks and all this stuff. Baseline, he knows that she uses magic. He doesn't have to know that she's fey. And that doesn't even, that has very little to do with this. Kale should be like, no. She has to get out of here or the king is going to kill her. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to say. And then Dorian can be like, yeah, I disagree with your way of doing it, but at least I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And then they can be bros. And then Kale can be like, hey, I promised my dad that I would go back with him to support this claim as you just saw this morning. That's why, like, just explain stuff. Just tell him yeah. what you did, why yeah. you did it. He can be mad at you for that. But there's no reason for this bullcrap. And I, again, I just, I tell you as, as a man, <laughs> you wouldn't like try to spare your friend's feelings. Oh, I just want him to be mad at me. So the goodbye is easier. That's Maybe he bull wasn't crap. trying to spare Dorian's no, no, feelings. He, he was, was trying to spare his own feelings. He was, no, like, he, no, he was maybe trying to... he couldn't say goodbye Mm-mm. unless he knew that there was nothing left for him in Adderley. Well, but even that, that's not. You're not. Okay. Is boys being boys are all boys the same heartless creatures? I, I am just saying from <laughs> my perspective as a boy, I do not think that way. Okay. And all I can give is my perspective. And yes. so far, I've been very in line with Kale. Mm-hmm. As you, you have, know. Yes. You as love I him. have said yeah. and stated. I think you're going to write a fanfic about you and Kale at this point. <laughs> not after this. If this is how he treats his friends, no, I... But I I have a problem with that because I just feel like him sparing the truth for the sake of his friend's feelings to make it easier to say goodbye is just not something that I think would happen in this situation. So that was that's my two cents. Yeah. This whole podcast is about me giving my opinions on things as a man. Yep. This is one of those times I don't think that's how that would go down. That's okay. not how I would let it go down. I don't think that's how most guys would do that. Okay. I, would... I am so curious, and people who have read Air of Fire know, I'm so curious to see 
what you think of Kale in the next book. Um, You're saying all of these things, and I yeah. know it's just supposed to go over my head. Yeah. Rude. Yep. I know, it's I know, so much fun. I don't know anything that's going on. <laughs> okay. Um, like, so, I feel like, it, can I say something? Sure. One of my predictions, Kale is being set up to turn into a bad guy in some way. Like, I okay. feel like he's going to be put in an impossible situation, and he is going to, like, choose the king over Selena or something stupid, mm-hmm. but not in, like, a very clear-cut way, but in a way that seems really terrible to Selena. And she'll be like, I can never forgive him, even though now he's dead, because he's still going to die. I, I, I have that in my prediction. <laughs> so he didn't die in book two, but it's yeah, coming. Yeah. He, yeah. Spoiler. He didn't get here. He didn't die in this book. It's still coming for him because she keeps talking about how like she does love him and all these things, how he like, she will always choose him. He's super dead, super dead. <laughs> I like, maybe this is book seven. I don't know. Kale super dead or, well, not, or he's going to die either way. But I think he will have a fall from grace in Selena's eyes at some point too, and all this is setting. You don't up that think tension. this was a fall from grace? Not really. Okay. I, so the whole like dagger over the heart thing—it's just like. Well, no, spat. she regretted that. She, <laughs> no, no, she regretted that. But then was like, "Well, I still almost stab you, and I just can't get that out of my head." <laughs> Which is. <laughs> it was kind of fun, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand women. All I can say <laughs> is Kale and Dorian should not have yeah. ended like that. Yeah. This is not the way that they should have parted ways. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I just I had to say my piece there. That's not how my boys would act. Okay. <laughs> so but let's we, go, we'll go back to let's go back to the blood oath. Because I love this part. It's really so cool. cool. She like cuts her palm. And like puts it into the earth over Nehemia's grave and is like, I swear that I will free your people and I will see your father's crown restored to him. And like, I, I'm going to do what you asked me to do before when I said no. Yeah. Hot take. I think we should bring back blood oaths. Oh, like today. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. like, if- well, so like marriage should be like. Or I, I was just saying, like, if if the dishes need to be done, and I'm like, no, 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 like, oh, so like casual blood. I'm really tired tonight. <laughs> Instead of pinky promises. But like, I slip my hand open and I, <laughs> I I put it on your face. I'm like, I promise you, tomorrow I will do the dishes. Oh my gosh, that's so weird. I don't know. I think it could be helpful. Mm, It'd be convincing. Ra- you, you would know I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather instead of getting your hand blood all over me. I would rather you just do the dishes the next day. Well, yeah, but uh, I'm saying if you ever, if ever you didn't believe me, uh, it give could me help some reassurance. You. Yes, you know I mean it. I think that's the modern, all I'm trying to say. I think the modern pinky promise is pretty pretty good. And then if that isn't enough, you stamp it. And I mean, can okay. you really get much more official pink, than that? I wasn't thinking about stamped pinky promises. Yep. You're right. C- civilization has progressed. Yes. <laughs> But, you know, sometimes I think you still need the good old-fashioned blood oath. Okay. When the situation When the situation calls for it. Okay. (laughs) Well, Selena thought it called for it here. So, um, she makes her blood oath. Then it's the next morning, and she's, like, about to leave. She's packing up. Dorian comes to see her, and they say goodbye. Yeah. It's a good goodbye. Yeah. And he brings a bunch of his genealogy books. He's like, I probably shouldn't have these. So, I'm going to stash from your place convenient pretty convenient yeah again this is my issue everything has to happen in the last 10 pages yeah and i 
I'm upset yeah, at that. Yeah, this could have happened Spread earlier. Spread it out. Like, like when she went to visit his tower yeah. or something, he could have been like, oh, I'm looking up these things. Yeah. Like, and she took we one We only gain information in the last, like yeah. seriously, like 10 or 20 pages of the book. Yeah. And like, I, I legitimately have a problem with that. It, it's not like, yeah, I just give me something throughout the book. Yeah. Let the lore actually build. Don't make it all happen right at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they say goodbye. Dorian is like, um, I don't want to be there at the in his head. Yeah, at the boat because I know somebody else is going to be saying goodbye. Gonna be there. And he gives space like a good bro. That's yes, like, Dorian is a bro. If you and a bro have a crush on the same girl, and you know that he's got rights to the girl, you're like, all right, cool. You get the last goodbye when she's yes. going off. Like, yeah. good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good bro. That yeah. that is bro code. All good. Yeah. Yep. Um, all above board there. Yeah. But then she tells him that she'll come back for him, yep. which is really sweet, I think. It's sweet, but also, what does that mean? What does that mean? I know. So I think, again, this is another one of my predictions. We don't know what's going on with their lineages. Selena knows something about that. I think there's some sort of prophecy or some sort of like, yeah, I, I think prophecy is probably the best way to word it. I think there is something that says that like someone from the line of Elena and the line of Gavin will unite and bring about the new kingdom or something like there's going to be some sort of prophecy. So you think they're going to, is this a, you're saying romantically end up together or I died. I don't said unite, know. So I don't know what that means. I don't know. It could be one of those like political marriages where she still has kale on the side as her guard, you know? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's Kale's... both of their mistresses. <laughs> Well, no, he's going to die, so it doesn't matter. Oh, you're right. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that he's yeah, inconsequential here. Uh, again, in case anyone forgot, my, my official prediction is that she is in true love with Kale. Kale dies at some point. Dorian has the most character growth throughout the series. Isn't a good fit for her now, but eventually is. So I guess my long term would be, yes, at the end of this, they do end up together as um, power king and queen couple the heirs of the two different lands coming together with all their magic and combining to make a good united happy ever mm-hmm. after. I I mean, I think I'm not far off with that, okay. but I, I think that when she says, I'll come back for you, it's because there's some sort of prophecy or some sort of thing where they need to be together to fulfill that destiny. Okay. So that's, all I right. think that that's what that means. But Dorian is probably like, Hey, don't you like my friend? <laughs> Like, you'll come back for yeah, me? What's what that, that supposed mean? to mean? On face level, that's high school girl leading on two boys. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, she definitely winked when she I'm said this. I'm <laughs> not about that. Not about that at all. So, anyway. I hope I'm right about the prophecy. But again, we'll how can I know? I'm the reader. I'm not supposed to know what's going on. Okay. Um. So then... So we end that scene and then it's the final kind of section of the book. Yep. And it is, she is getting on the ship to leave and right before she's like, Oh, I couldn't even see kale. And like, you know, yeah, right. Even like he goodbye. wasn't going to say goodbye. Get yeah. out of here. So then he shows up Yep. and he tells her that he loves her. Yep. And As she, he should. And she says, I'm says, sorry. I'm sorry. It's not even the Han Solo I know. Like, Just, she I'm doesn't sorry. even give him that, the I'm sorry. Yeah. I Heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kale has done nothing wrong. 
We all know this. We all agree. <laughs> Kale did nothing wrong. No, I. No, Some people. That's perfect. a very polarizing topic. I will say of the book two, Selena versus Kale. Who was right? People well, feel very strongly on both sides. Well, you know how I feel. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, but all that being said, she did love Kale at some point. He still loves her. She does have feelings for him, but she's working through her own stuff. I understand mm-hmm. her not, you know, forcing the I love you at the end. I get it. He's emotional. They're saying goodbye. I think he has every right to say I love you. She has every right to not say it back. Yeah. It just makes me sad. Yeah. That um, is sad. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah, my poor guy Kale. My, yeah, my poor boy. It's a rough time for him. <laughs> poor baby boy. Um, so she does tell him she's like, she's like, well, you know, if you hadn't sent me away, like I'm gonna tell you about these word keys. And what stuff. a jerk! Selena has no right to do that. That is being cruel and mean. Why it is, is that her being fault. cruel? No, it is her fault that they are not together. It is not Kale's fault. He, no, not that they're not together, but she's like. Hey, no, no, no. It's because you it's because you sent me away. me away. No, it's because Selena decided to ditch Kale after he had nothing to do with her best friend's murder. <laughs> it is not his fault that they weren't together. It is her fault. She cannot bring it up like it's his fault that they weren't working on stuff together. It is garbage, bullcrap, baloney. Selena is wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm very We just passionate lost about all this. of our podcast followers. I, so be it. <laughs> this is the book from a man's point of view. And this man is sticking by his boy, Kale. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll see how that works out for I you. I love Selena. She's a great um, protagonist. <laughs> I'm all about women in power. This is, this is all just a separate thing. She is just mishandling the situation. Okay. Um, so the last thing that she does. So he says, I love you. And she says, I'm sorry. And then she starts giving this kind of little speech that doesn't mean a lot to us yet. She's like, I want you to know that. It wouldn't have mattered to me. I always would have chosen you. And she whispers something in his ear. And I thought that we weren't going to know what it was, this book. And I was very Did upset. you really? I um, was like, Sarah Jumass does not tell me what she whispered <laughs> in his ear. And I am upset. Uh, but she does. But she does. So very last scene is Kale. And I can just see Alone. him like being all grumpy walking back to the castle. Like, oh, like I told her I loved her and she didn't even say anything. She said, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, what kind of response like, I'm sorry. Like, what the heck? And now like I'm going to go to her rooms and I guess just like miss her and stuff. Um, Which is <laughs> insane. This, this was my other thing. Instead of mulling over anything or like going back to his room to just be sad, he goes to her room. Maybe he wants to smell her. His sheets finally got washed, and he's like, "I've been missing that Selena smell, all that blood." He, he just saw her, but but he goes right to her room directly. Yeah, yep. And I thought that that was silly. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So he we we find out that he heard or she said a date. Yes. And it was the date that her parents were murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, Which he already knew before yep. that because she left the castle that day. Yep. And so he is like, what was she trying to tell me? And then he goes snooping through all of her documents on her desk and doesn't find anything. And he's like, hmm, what's this stack of books over here? <laughs> I don't remember this being here. <laughs> that's that's so interesting. And it's all of Dorian's genealogies. And mm-hmm. so he goes through it and doesn't find anything there. But apparently there's a, a diary of some kind that was like describing what happened on certain days. I don't remember. It doesn't make much sense. It's some sort of. Document. some sort of fantasy <laughs> diary history book yeah where... it's a newspaper clipping <laughs> i don't know 
<laughs> it was time hop and it was on this day 10 years oh ago oh my gosh <laughs> anyway it was a little a little diary entry of someone who was like time hop i'm sorry <laughs> that. i just haven't seen that in so long it's just a picture of Sel- oh my it, it's just a picture on time hop of selena with her parents <laughs> no it's selena with dorian apparently when they like met each other <laughs> no this is that's a we're gonna get to that okay we'll get there 10 years ago or on the date or whatever it was yeah. saying that the the king and his nephew and wife were all killed Yes. And then the daughter of the nephew and wife is missing. The assassin came back the next day. Yeah. And then it, so then it's the, Kayla's like, oh, why did she tell me this day? That doesn't make any sense. Like, mm-hmm. is she saying that maybe she knows where this missing princess is? Right. Um, and then the next day it's like, oh, the princess was dead and tossed in the river probably. But yeah, body never recovered. Yeah, body never recovered. He's like, wait, Selena was recovered in the river. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is she the missing princess? And yeah. So then he comes through. Her real name is Aelin. It's the, she is the long lost princess. The heir to Terrasen. Aelin Ashriver Galathinius. Heir to the throne and rightful queen of Terrasen. I've said it. (laughs) Matt knows. To be fair, I knew like three episodes ago. Yes, but Matt, you don't understand the amount, like every time, whenever you brought up like Aelin Galathinius and I, like I even was like, Aelin Galathinius? Like, is that how you say that? I'm going to be real. Half the reason I thought it was true is because you were doing that. You're a very bad actor. (laughs) Listen, I'm doing my best here. I know. and I, It's very hard. Y- it's very hard. Y- you'll know this. I don't look at you a lot when I'm saying things that I think I'm because predicting. Because it's like, yes, of course you know that I know these things. Yeah, and like, so, how am I, what am I supposed to do with my face? To like, the listeners of the podcast, I intentionally don't look at Casey when I'm saying things that I'm yeah. predicting because I know I mean, she will give it away instantly. This is like the, this is the big thing. Like... On like of the whole series because this I, goes on for two books. I didn't feel like it was that big of a reveal, and here's why. Here's why, is because it made too much sense. Yes, so, it does. So yeah. when I predicted this before, mm-hmm. I was saying, oh yeah, like I thought, oh for sure this is Selena instantly. Like it yes. has to be her. She's the lost princess from this other land. It's got to be her. But then Dorian says that they had met before, and that mm-hmm. threw everything off. So either. Dorian just doesn't remember what she looked like or it's something like that. Or again, for some reason they both have been suppressing that they knew each other and the readers just have no clue. And it's some bullcrap author thing where she's just editing out that those two characters know that they met before. And if it's that I'm going to be so upset because that is just like downright lying. So if it's that I'm just letting you know, I'm going to go ballistic on this podcast. Okay. So <laughs> it better just be that he forgot what she looked like <laughs> and didn't recognize her. That is the I only... mean, to be fair, we know that it had to be... When they were like nine. At least ten eight, years ago, right? Eight, nine, yeah. whatever. So, I mean, like, but I feel it, like if you saw eight-year-old me with my, you know, teeth that were half an inch apart, like... But... <laughs> you might have been like, I really hope this is not Casey. <laughs> I don't know. If I look at pictures, like, I can recognize you, but the when he was talking about that, he was like, no, 
surely it can't be her because I know her. I met her. Like he had a firm memory of meeting Aelin at some point. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that, at least in the book, was given to us so that we were for sure to know that it wasn't Selena. So it was intentionally misleading. And I am not a fan of that at all. I feel like I you was lied to. You don't like a red to. herring? Well, no. It, no, that's not a red herring. That is a lie. <laughs> you're saying you're saying one of your characters knows the main character extremely well. And also knows that they met this other person. Once? At some when point. When they were eight. And we know that. In his mind, they are not the same person. There is no way they could be the same he, person. I don't remember him comparing Aelin and Selena. I thought he was just reading through the genealogy things, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, I remember Aelin. Yeah, I, I met her. I tea on her. He's not thinking about Selena, then. He's not comparing them. Yeah, but he was, like, dating her at that time. I don't know. Uh-uh, I because yeah. he doesn't get magic till the second book, and they don't date in the second book. It's all Kale, Hold on, baby. What? I thought that book one was their romance when book they were one kissing. Is Dorian's romance. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Is yeah. Dorian and Selena? He doesn't research or think about Aelin until the second book. It's in the first half of this book. Okay. Yeah. Either it just way, seems like it because this is our third episode. Well, he was thinking about Selena a lot, and the first part of this book, <laughs> we know that because he was all grumpy and like, "Oh, we're not in love anymore." Sure. So either way. Okay. It's inexcusable. Okay. And I'm I like I'm legitimately mad at that. I think that that's ridiculous. Okay. I don't think that you can throw that in there and intentionally mislead the reader like that. Yeah. It's one thing to be mysterious and not give information. It's another thing to intentionally mislead. Okay. I'm angry. Okay. I'm mad. Yeah. Um I honestly can't remember. I think the first time I read this it was one of those like I definitely was not consciously thinking like oh Selena is Aelin. But when it was revealed, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a complete shock. Yeah. I wasn't shocked at all, obviously, because we'd already talked about yeah. it. I was, the entire time, I was like, okay, so if she's not this other random chick who's supposed to be the heir, how is she going to be important? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, why like that was matter? my thought. Yeah. I was like, why, why would the oh, author... Oh, I think there could be a lot of fun with it, though. Because, like, if she's going to kill the royals, like, what if she, you know, like, ends up with one of them or something, yeah. you know? like Oh, yeah. I think there's so many storylines, but obviously, yeah. like, you know. I was just like, where does she fit in? Because yeah. she's still the magical lost princess somehow, but she's not <laughs> that magical lost princess. She's a different one. Yeah. Silly me to dismiss that so easily. Silly you. I just trusted Dorian's point of view too much. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, all that to say, I called it. And I'm claiming calling it, even though I backtracked it. Now, I do want to bring up it. one thing from our lives that I was hoping you didn't remember. Oh, no. So, well, because when we first come across, it's in book two in Crown of Midnight when Aelin Galathinius is mentioned for the first time. Yep. And you were like, oh, this is definitely Selena. Yep. But then when the whole Dorian thing comes up, you're like, okay, it's not her. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Like, he's buying that for now because, you know, our favorite Italian restaurant, Restaurant Bergamo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah. We have the same waiter every time we go there, yes. and their name is Aylin. Yes. So, and I have said before, like, oh, Aylin is the a main, character like, in your yeah, book in my favorite book series. Oh my gosh! I never thought about that. And I was like, 
I was like, please don't let Bergamo come up at any time. That's or our so waiter. funny. Or, yeah. So like you knew it was in your brain. Oh my god! It gosh. was in your brain. You're blowing <laughs> my mind time. right now. I know. Yeah. This is the reveal you wanted. <laughs> that's, that's so much better than anything in the book. Yes. So this whole time I've been holding on to it. Like, don't remember, don't remember, don't remember the alien thing. And you didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't at all. I, I read the name. I was like, that's so familiar. That's so funny. Yeah. That's Because I always think, like, I don't tell you a lot about the books I read, but I know that sometimes I'll give you a passing comment about, like, yeah. oh, this thing is no, going I, on. No, I totally remember you saying that. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, I wonder with, and I'm like, I, when I read these books, I don't remember telling you anything about them. So this was the only piece that I yeah. knew that I had said before. And now I'm like with other book series, I'm like, what have I told him? And will he remember? <laughs> I don't remember it? anything. And this tells don't worry me that it. no, if you didn't remember Aelin. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. So there wow, you go. That's great. Well, hey, if you're ever in Greenville and you yes. want great Italian <laughs> Greenville, food, South Carolina. Yeah. Greenville, South Carolina. Go to restaurant Bergamo. Oh, uh, ask okay. for Aelin. They're a great server. Yep. Really fun. They'll treat you right. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a great dinner. Yep. Anyways, I just wanted to throw that fun tidbit in there. That's oh. so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay, let's move on. We've wrapped up this book. We got to the big Selena is Aelin. Selena is Aelin. She was <sighs> she was found in the river by Arabin Hamel immediately yep. after her parents were killed yep. and the assassin wasn't able to find her. That's a really weird situation right there, because it just so happens that the king of assassins found her. Immediately after her parents were assassinated by an assassin, and the assassin didn't kill her. I wonder if maybe, potentially, Arabin Hamel killed her parents. Mm. I, want, I want everyone to know I was locking eyes with Casey yeah, so right there. Yeah, so this time he was, was looking at her. me. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm giving away nothing. Oh, well, yeah. I'm but stone face. I, at this point, I have enough confidence to say I'm absolutely right. Sure. I've been right about everything. Okay. Um, <laughs> I cannot be wrong in my predictions. Well, then let's get into your predictions because that's that's what we have next is I've got a couple that I'm going to ask you some things and then you can throw out any other predictions yeah. that you have. Well, my biggest one was that Arabin Hamel killed her parents. Okay. So that you was, think that was my, killed her parents? Yep. And then left her alive intentionally, or she just so happened to live. I think I think that there might have been something where she was still able to transform into a fae, and he was like, "Whoa, you're magical! This is crazy! I got to save you and use you." I think that's probably the most likely scenario. Okay. Um, but I don't know if she remembers her parents very vividly. Well, actually, her memory doesn't matter to us because we don't <laughs> we don't get to actually we get to know what memories Sarah J. Bass wants us to know. <laughs> Um, so she could have turned into a fae at Arabin and like, he could have been like, wow, this is amazing. I need to train you. Or he could have just had a heart for no reason and be like, I'm not going to kill a child. For okay. No reason. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, Arabin killed her parents. Okay. Maybe she doesn't know that. Maybe she never put it together herself because she's not exactly the quickest. <laughs> well, mind wise. <laughs> um, there's a word key in a grave okay. with stars. <laughs> Okay. I wonder where it is. Okay, let's move on. Ah, so time's your, rift. your predictions. So we've got Selena slash Aelin. She's being shipped off to Wendelin. Yep. Do you think she is going to kill the royals or even try to fulfill the mission? Like, what what is she going to do now? So she's Aelin. <laughs> she's Faye. She's a queen. And she's being shipped away to another continent. Yeah. What so is she going to do? <laughs> There is so little I have to go on on the the killing of the foreign king. Mm -hmm. Like 
Yeah, we don't get much about we Wendelin. Know we know that it's, about they them. say it's the last stronghold of the Fae. Sure. And that's... And she is obviously going to interact with the Fae. We're going to learn a lot about the magic and about her heritage. And there's going to be all this tension of these people who want her to stay with them and like become the Fae Queen. And she's like, no, I have to go back and see Kale. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I'm still the king's champion. They're going to kill Nehemia's family if I don't go back. Because that's how Selena talks. <laughs> well, it's how she thinks at least. Here's and- Graves' head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here <laughs> bobby yellow legs okay stop <laughs> so i have no idea what's going to happen with the, i think she's going to attempt to assassinate the king and the prince right is that who it is yeah yeah i think she's probably gonna in her mind say that she's gonna go through with it she's gonna be intercepted by the fae and it's gonna be this whole thing she's gonna learn more and make a bunch of allies and be all secretive and stuff um i think there's gonna be one of the word keys over there um Ooh. well yeah i mean elena to be like just don't just don't think about the word keys just just go about your life nothing else matters so i think that maybe one will be over there or not <laughs> if, if there's not one maybe maybe they just take a break for a book i don't know just take a breather it really yeah. is just a vacation book <laughs> yeah it it's the uh it's the beach episode you know you know like how in uh yeah. like old cartoons they're on like a big journey and then just out of nowhere, there's an episode where they just chill out on the beach and have to like win a volleyball tournament or something. Sure. And all yeah. those old cartoons. <laughs> I don't know. It, other people will get it. Okay. <laughs> the beach episode is a common enough trope. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm sure, I'm sure that there's a beach episode in like Avatar, like the last airbender. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, there's the one where they have all the like, um, Katara and Toph go like get their makeup done and stuff. Yeah. Like, Z- yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking yes. about. It's the episode. Sokka. Oh, what does he do? Is that when he goes to get his sword? Like he earns his sword. Oh from yeah. Maybe. Yeah. E- maybe. Either way. But, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's the episode where it's like supposed to be lighthearted and relaxing. Yes. They still yeah. kind of have to do something, but it's supposed to be a break but it's from just, the yeah. aggressive it's just fun crazy little stuff. short story. Yeah. I doubt that's what this is going to be, but yeah. it could be. Yeah. Um, so I think she's going to attempt to accomplish the mission. Um, I doubt she'll actually end up killing them. But they'll probably end up dying and she'll take credit for it because that's apparently how she likes to kill she people. She likes to do that. Yep. I mean, well, she did kill Grave and Archer. Yep. So there you go. Yep. Two All guys right. who, who two guys who really deserved it. They did. But. Yeah. Yeah. The world is better without them. What a good queen. Sure. Um, <laughs> next. I, so we know how you feel about Kale. Please don't give us any more because you have given us everything you have. <laughs> okay. Um, and you think that he is going to die eventually. But yeah. let's say before his impending death. Yep. Um, do you think that him and Selena slash Aelin will reconcile in a romantic way or are they done? Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. That's hard because she's going away. I think it would be more dramatic if he died when she was gone because then there's mm. that like tension. But I feel like missing out on another opportunity for them to interact would be too much to pass up. Like I feel like I feel like there's got to be one more interaction in the book. I don't feel like this is the right end to mm. their. I love you. I'm sorry. Love. Yeah, frick. Actually, that is pretty good. I don't know. I think that there's going to be another interaction. I don't think that he's going to die. Before she comes back. Okay. And the last question I have. I feel have... bad about that. I feel bad. That, that's my least confident prediction. As soon as I said it. What, I'm like, now you I, think uh, he's going to die first? Yeah, or, maybe. Oh. Ah, I can't say I can't say one way or the other. Okay. No. Then you don't get to claim it. 
whenever anything happens. <laughs> no, well, all right. I'm claiming. <laughs> all right, no, say, no, 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 no. I can't decide. <laughs> no, I'm deciding. I'm deciding. Okay. I, I still claim he's going to die. Okay. Um, he is going to die when she is away. Yeah. Oh man, I don't want to claim it because I don't want him to die, and I don't want to be right. But I'm going to claim that he's going to die when she's gone. Okay. He's going to die back home doing something and she's going to feel bad because she couldn't help him. But maybe she, well, I will say this. She she can open up like word gates and stuff. So maybe she like transports herself back to the continent for something else. Okay. Maybe she's like there. Maybe he's fighting a wyvern up in the mountains and she like goes to try to save him and he dies heroically. And she's like, oh my gosh, it could have been her earlier to save him. Mm. I don't know. That's right. that's pretty specific. That's pretty specific. That's not right. Yeah, you need but. to get to your fanfic. Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, I should be a writer. All right. The last question I have, we already kind of touched on this, but I just want to see if you have any other thoughts. Okay. Um, so we talked about Roland and Caltain, and like they're just mysteriously both gone. They went to Morath. Yeah. Do you have any thought? We already talked about like the significance of them being like their families have this strong history yeah, of magic. It's their blood. Yeah. yeah. So like any thoughts on what's going to happen with them? Um, so obviously the king is trying to like breed powerful armies and weapons of like creatures and things. So I'm assuming he's trying to like do some sort of mega creature demon that's supposed to, that's like going to be all powerful, a crazy force. Maybe it's like a a really big demon elephant (laughs) or like, like some large powerful monster. And he needs like, two souls of like powerful blood to like spill or sacrifice to claim it or to like, maybe they get possessed by this thing. Maybe it's something like that. I I think that that would be more interesting because then you get like the character's body still. So it's like, Oh, Caltain is here, but it's like actually this demon possessing her. And so she's like super powerful, um, like Scarlet witch level, like insane magic and stuff. Yeah. That would be really fun. So yeah. So, yeah, maybe maybe they're supposed to be vessels. I think that's probably yeah. Okay. I think that's a good prediction. They're okay. going to be vessels for this evil magic. Um, there's going to be demons that come into their bodies with their special magic blood. Okay, cool. Um, do you have any other of your own predictions? Um, I don't know. You what already else talked I can about predict. yeah the Arabin uh, Hamel thing. Fleetfoot like and Dorian one. are going to be cute. <laughs> Because uh, Fleetfoot is the cutest. Uh, Dorian is going to continue to be magic. He's going to do a worse and worse job of keeping it a secret, but also get more powerful, and that's fun. I hope that he gets some sort of magic shaman that he learns from. Like, he gets his own Yoda. <laughs> yeah, like, like he gets someone to teach him about himself and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at some point his dad's going to figure it out and not kill him, but maybe try to, like, harness him, too. Like, maybe try to use him. Okay. Um, like his dad figures out, oh, like he's magic, so I need to use him in my plans. Like I'll let him get possessed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that his dad's gonna figure out, oh, my boy's magic. We gotta do something about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But okay. I, I hope that Dorian gets a fun little magic shaman, like a Yoda <laughs> figure, and learns how to control it in some sort of way. He needs a Bobby Yellow legs to steer him <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, too bad she's gone. She gave him some good information. Yeah, exactly. He he needs he needs that kind of guidance in his life. That that's a good prediction. There. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. Well then let's I got a couple quiz questions for you. Let's do it. I'm so ready for this. Okay. 
I don't think you're going to know either of these. I'm going to be honest. Awesome. You've done really well until last episode. I don't think you did well. I don't I, really remember I got the them questions. all half right, oh, which that's to you is all wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because the other ones, you just, you exceeded my expectations. So then I was like, wow, he really knows his stuff. And then you only half knew your stuff. Yeah. So let's see if you know these. This first one, I'd be willing to bet so much money that you don't Ooh, know. Ooh, hold on, hold on. We're on a podcast. People are going to listen to this. Let's make an official bet. <laughs> Because you have we no confidence the same in same bank account. Well, no, not money. Well, what's something we could do? I don't know. Okay, fine. <laughs> no bet. No fun bet for us. Just the pride of being right. Okay, okay, sure. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. What is the name of Archer's courtesan boss? It is Clarice. <gasps> Boom! Nailed it! You got nothing on me! (laughs) You're a coward. You (laughs) You don't want to take these bets. You don't know what I know. I got it locked down. Okay, fine. Let's see if you get the next one. Get out of here. It's not even about the next one. (laughs) Nailed it. First try. You did. You did all of the pride. All the pride. Congratulations. Wow. I'm impressed. Good job. But that one was mentioned several times. Oh, this, oh, it was mentioned no, 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 several no. times. You should have known on. it. I'm saying this next one is only mentioned once. Hit me with it. What is the name of the King of Adderland's sword? Nothing. Dang it. Nothing. Man, yeah. you did good. Yeah. I'm telling you. And it's not mentioned once. It is mentioned twice. It's oh, mentioned okay. once in this book. Is and it it's also one? mentioned in the first book. Oh, because it's nothing, that. but it's not nothing. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I always say, yeah, just like no thong. Yep. <laughs> Boom, yep. Casey, you get out of here. You did great. Okay, you're, let's see. You're not even. You don't even know as much as me. I know more about these <laughs> books than you do. This is this is my book series. You can't even claim this anymore. Okay. Um. All right. Those are my only book questions since we split the second part of this book into two. Yep. So. My last one. I aced those. Yeah. As usual is a Sarah J. Mass trivia question. And I have to say, I'm running low on these. I have used up most of her Wikipedia information. (laughs) Well, that's fair. We can find something else. This might be the last of the SJM trivia. We might find something else. I might do like a general fantasy question or something. But for SJM. She used to write fan fiction. We know that she wrote Throne of Glass when she was 16. Yep. So before then, as her just kind of like fun projects, she would write fan fiction. Okay. What stories do you think that she... There was one that she was like really into. What do you think she wrote about? <sighs> that's that's not a fair question at well, all. Um. Okay, so she probably so this would have we been We know that she's thirty seven. We know that she's so. thirty seven. She wrote fan fiction before she wrote Throne of Glass. Yes. Yeah. So when she was like fourteen. Yeah. Oh boy. What years would that have been? So like nineties? Twenty three years ago. So like two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. All right. What well, was popular two thousand? So that's pre Twilight. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. Well yeah, I just I just wanted to know. So I mean, the big fantasy of the two thousands. It was before the Lord of the Rings came out, or like the movies came out, because that was like, it was still early. 2001 or yeah, something. Yeah, it was still there. Um, so it could have been the books, though. Um, what else? Harry Potter came out after that. 
No, the first Harry Potters came out in the 90s. But like the whole story, well, I guess I guess if the first ones came out, she could have write, written fanfics. I, the last one came out in like 2008. Yeah, sometime yeah. in the like mid 2000s. Yeah, so it, I just in my mind that wasn't out yet, so she wouldn't have done fanfics. It could, it could be that. Um, You're not gonna get this one. It's very far off of what you've mentioned so far. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. I, I have a great guess. Okay. She wrote fan fictions about The Great Gatsby. No. <laughs> That's way too classic. No, you said it was very far off what I was saying. It's was still just very a... far off. Okay. What was it? Sailor Moon. So Whoa! she was a huge Sailor Moon fan. Well, that's fun. That's <laughs> yeah. really cool. Yeah. So she's got a bunch of fanfic about Sailor Moon. So she knows all about beach episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, that is almost the end of our episode, but we have a couple of fun things left. First, oh boy, is Matt's Thorn and Rose. Oh yeah, for the end of Crown of Midnight. So just the last, what, like thirteen yeah, just chapters? The last, last quarter. Yeah. So, so let's start with your thorn. And okay. I know you already mentioned several potential. I have thorns. complained about. So a lot this of is things. a thorny rose. <laughs> There's a, you know, you only get one rose. <laughs> per stem and you get a lot of thorns yep. okay on so let's get the main thorn just one you i think my, my biggest the biggest thorn mm -hmm. is going to be elena saying forget the word marks <laughs> and the king and just go have fun and do your <laughs> do your little mission i don't like elena's <laughs> style of you can just stop it i don't like elena <laughs> i want to like her i really do her information is garbage it all started with just look to your right and since then, <laughs> it has not gotten better. Yep. She is just cryptic for no reason, not helpful. She should she should be better. <laughs> be better, Elena. Yeah, be better. You, you are a cool, awesome, ancient warrior queen. Yeah. Live up to that. Yep, prove it. Gavin's doing it. Yeah, he, he, he's only had one shot to do it, and yeah, he did. and we all feel he the followed coolness. followed through. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Okay, so that's your thorn. What was your rose? Oh, I, so I was gonna say. I swear, if you say kale again, he's, no, you no, just no, got no, no, like no. a dozen roses of kale. No, get out of here. No, <laughs> kale was not the rose. Again, he's not my favorite character. That's what you said last episode. We have it recorded. Everyone knows. Previous episode. I said, at the no. end, I said, "Who's your favorite character?" And you said, "I kale. said, I like <laughs> kale, but he's not interesting. He is not my favorite character." I said that Bobby Yolix was my favorite character. So go back, re-listen to that episode. You know, I have to say, I've been wrong, I think, like 90% of the time on this podcast. So you're, I'm going to believe so you. You're so confident in all this stuff. I'm going to believe I you. I literally explained for like two minutes how Kale is like my boy, but he's not my favorite character. Mm, okay. That being said, my Rose, I was going to say the king because I really like the cool, powerful guy who knows what's going on behind the scenes more mm -hmm. than you think mm -hmm. and like he actually finally gave us all this information so i think i'm just I, I like getting information so i like that it was from his point of view yeah he's a cool villain i like that we get to see stuff from his point of view mm -hmm. it's fun it's cool but last minute change my actual rose is fleetfoot the dog is a hero yeah she was. She came to greet Nehemia when she was going to be dead. She goes and she tries to fight a demon. She does. Like, She's like don't one touch of the chapters. Lady. One of the chapters starts with Selena like fighting the demon, and then Fleetfoot just jumps at it and it distracts her, and that's how she gets knocked out. Yeah. So like you know, not tactical, <laughs> but Fleetfoot jumps and tries She's to attack a best. demon. Yeah. Like you go, 
And then when she is knocked out, she's like trying to guard her and she's just, she's the best. So Fleetfoot being a hero is my rose because dogs deserve all the love yes, that we can give absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yep. Awesome. Is, Fleetfoot is my hero, not Kale. <laughs> Fleetfoot over Kale. But both of their loves are pure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Last thing. And I'm curious to hear this because I also have my rating here. Got to give your rating out of five stars for Crown of Midnight now that you have finished it. Out of five stars, how many stars do you give it? So. you And just for, you yeah. know, perspective, he gave Throne of Glass, the first book, three stars. Yep. And, 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 and I, I wanna, did as well. I want to start this out by saying I feel like the three stars seems more generous than how I actually feel about it, Throne of Glass. It was something that I did enjoy reading. And now compared to Crown of Midnight, yeah. and I see what she is capable of writing and where yeah. the story is going. It makes the first one worse. It's <laughs> considerably better. Yeah. Like, I think it's twice as good mm-hmm. as Throne of Glass. That being said, it's not a six. <laughs> yeah. And a five especially. Yeah. <laughs> I would independently, I think, still give it a three. But then if you view that in context of me giving Throne of Glass a three... They are not on the same level. So I have a conundrum here. So you got a 3.5. So you got to round it. <laughs> You're going to round up or down. And, and the only gauge I have is Throne of Glass and I gave it a 3. And that's screwing me up because I would want to give this a 3. And I'm hesitating because I don't only want to give 3, 4, 5. I feel like that's not fair. What are you saying? You want to give this a two? No. Do I have permission to downgrade Throne of Glass to a two? Sure. I mean, you just have to give up your integrity. It's just so... (laughs) But I didn't dislike it. And that's the thing is I I haven't defined what the five-star skill means Listen, this is going to keep happening. You're going to get to to Air of Fire and you're going to be like, okay, Crown of Midnight is a one. (laughs) This book is so good. All right. what, What if we do it like this? I'm going to redefine my star system here now. This is going to be my... I don't know. I have to agree to it. Yeah, I'm the host. You're my guest. Hear me out. Hear me out. (laughs) I'm going to treat this like a restaurant star rating system. Where one star is like you are a legitimate restaurant and you are of quality and good. Two stars. I don't like this. We're doing Goodreads five star ratings. (sighs) Five. Okay. Here, let's just define. You didn't even let me fully explain it. (laughs) I saw where you were going. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like five stars, unobtainium, four stars, amazing. Yes. Yeah. So here, I think in general, five star is like my complaints about this book are minimal, like maybe one to two, and they're so small that they're... I have considerable complaints about this book. Yes, I know. And that's what I'm saying. That's four why I think it can't go above three stars. Four stars is like, yes, I had some complaints, but also the good parts were so good that it was almost a five. Like to me, four stars should be like, this was close to being a five star. Yeah. There were just some things I couldn't get past. Yeah. Three star is there were some good parts and there were some bad parts. Yeah, and so two I think, stars is like oof. Yeah, that's my thing. I think this was a solid three star, but I already said that Throne of Glass was a three star, and I think it is worlds above Throne of Glass. Okay, that's my main conundrum. So, okay. you know what? You and know what? How about this? My Throne of Glass rating is just kind of wrong, and you can. That I sucks. say that's I fine. think you can say I'm not. I'm not even. No, I'm not even no? going to change it. Okay. At the time, I gave it a three. You're just a smarter human being. Now. At the time, so. I gave it a three. I have grown. <laughs> yeah, the book got way better. This is a three. 
but, but I it think means that more. they're they're graded independently. You know, yeah, it's like it's like an SEC championship versus an ACC championship. Wow, shots fired at all of <laughs> That's our fantasy right. and listeners. And I am putting the SEC above the ACC. Well, yeah, of course, everyone knows that. But I'm just saying, for the people who listen to this podcast, I'm sure there's a lot of you know SEC football fans out there. As there should be, roll as tide. As there should be, roll tide. Uh, <laughs> man, again, if we had any other listeners in the South of America, we just lost them all. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I think that I, I can't retroactively take away that three star. It, it deserved the three star that I gave yeah. it. But now later on in the semester, it was an innocent three. It was, it was a first semester giving an A on a paper, and then after they learn more about writing, you give them an A later for yeah. it being good, mm-hmm. but better. Yeah. So, okay. So three stars for three both. stars. Okay. Yep. So I gave this four stars. I think That's it fair. deserves four stars. That's I fair. feel like it is, and maybe it is a little bit like affected by that leap from throne. I just think going from throne of glass to crown of midnight is amazing. Like yeah. to see how much better it is. She so. grew as an author incredibly. Yeah. I, my biggest complaint is the style of storytelling where everything happens in the last couple of pages. Yeah. And I just, well, I, and you also don't like the laying breadcrumbs that you don't know what they mean. And it, I yeah. love that. No, it's not I even, absolutely love that. It's not even breadcrumbs. It is just restricting <laughs> information. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, you don't know if they're breadcrumbs yet, Matt. You haven't read the other books. Yeah. I'm not supposed to know what breadcrumbs <laughs> there are. <laughs> and then you exactly. lie to me by saying Dorian doesn't recognize her. I do lie to you. Um, no, not you, Sarah. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Sure. I know. We're on a first name basis. <laughs> come on, Sarah. Sarah Jana. Um, all She's right. great. I love these books. I don't want it to come off like I'm just like, no, this y'all. Matt is means. having so much fun. We, I really am. I, yeah. I like, I want to, say, I'm having so much fun. Yeah. It's really great. I don't want anyone to think I don't like these. <laughs> I am doing this in, in good, good spirits and good fun. I yeah. don't want anyone to think that I'm being like super negative. Yeah. I'm doing it out of passion. Yes. And I will say, like, looking through people's reviews on Goodreads and Reddit and Instagram and stuff, like, you are definitely not alone yeah. in your issues. Like these are some of the hot topics that are still discussed. Throne of Glass, the first book, is not seen as a good book. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah, you suffer through it That's to fine. get to I'm, the rest. So. I'm being harsh because I have a microphone in front of me. Yes. That's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, he's just getting them all riled up. They're fun. Um, I would I would have enjoyed just reading these books. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all right. You have finished two out of the eight books. Man. Now yeah. It's going by quick. It is. Yeah. You're a quarter of the way done. But the smallest quarter. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) These books were little. Yeah. Yeah, He read all of these chapters today again because he wanted it to be fresh. And he was like, yeah, so see, like I can read fast, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Matt, if you're trying to say that you are going to read a quarter of Kingdom of Ash (laughs) in one day. See, I, I wasn't trying to say that. I was just trying to say, you know, look at what I did accomplish today. Yes. Page-wise, word-wise, with very minimal effort. I did a lot of things today and was still able to read, so it was good. It was a productive productive day. But unfortunately, we don't get to move ahead to Air of Fire just yet. We're taking a beach episode. We're taking a beach episode. (laughs) We are following the Queen SJM's advice, which I decided before she actually published this on her website, but... Because I think that this is the best order as well. So, you know, great minds think alike. 
We are going to go back to Assassin's Blade now. So these are the prequel short stories. There are five of them. So Mm -hmm. Matt's going to read those. I haven't told him anything about like what they are or what to expect. It's just five short stories. I'm going in blind. Yeah. So just know that it happens before Throne of Glass. Yep. That's it. And I think we're going to try to do all five in one episode, right? I think so. I mean... Listen, I'm looking at the time, and <laughs> this has already been a pretty long episode, but it's been a lot of fun. It I mean, we had a lot, a lot to talk about. So, who knows? Maybe we'll have a four hour episode on Assassin's Play. Yeah, we, we got one comment on Instagram that said, I love the long episodes. Yeah, so we asked this is for, for opinions. You. <laughs> we got one person that replied, and yep. they said, We want the long episode. So, yep. who cares? There you go. Yep. Here we are. Um, okay. So, next is Assassin's Blade. And until we record that, Please follow us on Instagram and please leave us all your comments and thoughts. We are at My Fantasy Husband Podcast and leave us a rating and a review. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. So that really helps us if you leave a rating and a review. And until next time, keep those pages turning and those loins burning. <laughs>